0: Stream. Look at me messing up. But uh it is Tuesday night. It's another episode of the Big Three Podcast. Hopefully everybody's enjoying themselves. You know, we got another great show lined up for you. You know, right now it's gonna be myself, Jake and Jordan. Have a couple others who will join us a little bit later. But before we get started, Jake, how you doing?
1: Doing great. Like can't complain. Had a good weekend with the family, weather's turning. Finally, getting springtime here, so can't complain. Excited for the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. Jordan, what's up with you, man? How you doing? Doing good, man. I'm at the uh, the
2: the USA Japan Baseball Classic on right now in the background. It's gonna be a good one. Uh, and the Mike Trout or another teammates, but uh, Mike Trout and Shohei facing each other. If y'all caught that last night, I mean, I kind of caught it until the tail end, but um, I think Japan was down five four. Um, I caught it in the ninth inning, top of the ninth. Um, and then Shohei hit a double. And then I think the guy, the Japanese player that, that's on your team this year, either no, no, I think it was not. He got walked. I think yeah, the, yeah. the guy after him hit the hit a deep like double, and yeah, Shohei was
0: double into the gap. Yeah. So it's yeah. gonna be a good one. I mean,
2: they're to start right now. Um, other than that, you know, we got baseball around the corner. Um, like maybe like what next week or end of this week, or like March twenty eighth, I think, or April first, something like that. Around that time, yeah, I
0: think, so, yeah, I think it's basically April first because I've been I seeing a lot of ads for ESPN. Um, no, what? Yeah.
2: No, I think Jake was further further from
0: Oh, uh, but yeah, I've been seeing ads for like opening day on like ESPN and stuff, April first. So, yeah, it's right around the corner. Uh, so Daniel to- Berry. So, yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Yep,
2: yep, Daniel man.
0: But,
3: Wait, Jay, um, do you have a baseball
2: team you follow?
1: So uh, yeah, I'm a oddly enough, I decided to follow the Brewers last year. I just oh, randomly like, I need a team because growing up there wasn't a local team. I'm like, you know what, the Brewers have a cool logo, like the color scheme, I'll give well, them a follow and see if just see how it well, goes. Like, they're they're you're in Washington area, right? I lived in Oregon for for a few years, and Seattle was just oh, a little yeah. bit too far. So, I mean, I was a fan of Ken Griffey Jr. And then once he left, I was like, well, like I was like, oh, they like for a minute, like like the White Sox and the Blue. Like it just kind of bounced around. Mm-hmm. I never had that that desire. And I've um, MMO, the MLB app has this really cool thing where you pay for so you get the radio play by play for every single game, uh, no blackouts. Mm-hmm. And I just listened to the Brewers. They have a great play by play guy, uh, Bob Bucker and it's like, oh. Huh? Guess it'll work. They're not the winningest team or anything, but you know, it it was it was fun. It was a fun year.
2: Wait, so are you on the East Coast or West Coast? I, I, I think, yeah, I so right, we're yeah the no, I'm on
1: the East Coast. I've lived everywhere. Like I i saying
2: NASA was around there, right?
1: Yeah, so I, I grew up in uh in Oregon, I lived in Utah, I've lived in Alabama, I lived in Florida, Virginia. Oh,
2: everywhere.
1: Okay. Like like everywhere. But I'm on the East Coast right now.
2: Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Yeah, I didn't know Bob Euchre still did the burgers games. I mean, everybody, yeah, everybody he, uh, knows it from Major League. You know? Yeah,
1: he does <laughs> the just the home games. and Like he does a limited schedule because he's so old. But mm-hmm. it was it was a treat. It was it was, it was real good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Can't can be can't be mad at that. I mean, Major League was probably up there for me as a sports movie. And you know his contributions. To oh, it's great. Was just it's so a classic. Great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Oh, well, I mean, we actually could. I mean, it's not on here, but the WBC, it is the championship game. You know, uh, like Jordan said, that Japan-Mexico game last night was great because Mexico was up 3 nothing, I think, up until the 6th. And I know a lot of people were looking at that kind of surprise because Mexico wasn't expected to do that well. And Japan, we know, is loaded with Otani. And um, the guy from the Red Sox, who I always – butcher his name but yeah uh, Yoshida sure. okay there we go Masataka yeah, yeah. Yoshida I remembered it um but Japan you know is a hotbed for baseball talent you know a lot of good hitters come out of there and now we're starting to see a lot of pitchers who have great stuff because a lot of their pitchers that were there I'm like some of these guys need to be in uh, MLB pretty soon because that you know have movement not enough velocity but uh the U.S I mean Trout, bats. We we've, we've seen their lineup, how stacked it is. So, uh, I'm sure it's gonna be a great championship game. I will probably check it, you know, after the show. But uh, have you guys watched any of yeah, it mean, necessarily? I, love- I watched a
2: little bit, but how do they? Uh, like, I know some MLB players that are in the league, and then do they recruit like people from their country? Because like, some of them I haven't seen some of the players like before. Is it like y- young players, and then? Is it like uh, I a mean, – I mean? I wonder how you try out for the team. I get yeah, you had to be good. Mm-hmm. To play yeah. So it's I mean, like,
0: for the U.S., it's kind of like if the top stars want to play, they're gonna they're gonna play. If you have to fill in anything, you'll probably go younger players around baseball. Uh, some MLB players obviously go play for their countries and. But is it like it's like the soccer
2: World Cup where they you know it's your like national team you play for them or to like? Yeah. So okay.
0: yeah, it's pretty much pretty much the same thing. Yeah. So you know. Mm-hmm the red sox have well they had verdugo who was on mexico yeah Mexico. i, didn't, I yeah. thought he was
2: i thought he was american man because that he kind of that kind of threw me off
0: <laughs> no he wears uh like the mexican flag on his cleats oh god gotcha, so gotcha. yeah so you know a lot of this their version of olympics world cup they represent their country you know they play with players that they probably grew up with you know playing little league in their country and they just you know, try to do it for the for their country. So yeah, this is basically the same format. World Cup, they're broken up into groups. You win your group, you go and play whoever. So it's the same format for sure. Um,
1: yeah, but it's it's fun. Like I watched uh, some of last night's game; it was really exciting. Um, it, it's a great way. It's a great tease to get people hyped up for baseball. That's a really big deal. With with we're really just in a sports lull right now. Like March Madness is great, but that's going to end playoffs are starting to come up for nba but there's no football that no nfl football right now so the the world baseball classic is a good way to show showcase these elite players in games that mean something because what do they always say in april and may well it's just a game it's april wait till we see what we have in you know july august september this is some games that mean something and it's exciting and i'll definitely be watching after this podcast i'll start over the start from the beginning of the championship game it's it's really cool. It's also really cool to see Mike Trout play a game that matters, yeah. like a championship game. As great as he is, like, he should be in high-profile games like this. So it's really cool to see.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we get those matchups also, like you said, Jordan, we, we get to see Trout stand in the box against Otani. Right. Which, unless that's you're at cool. practice and there's a little side session, you may never see that. So fans will get, get to be like, you know, if, if Otani were to strike out Trout, when they go back to camp, you know, they basically have like a week of spring training left. Yep. Cast some bragging rights around around the club clubhouse. So yep. uh, definitely get to and see Shoei, some matches. We will
2: He might he, he, he he's gonna be a free agent, right? Showy, after this year.
0: After yes, I think after this so year. So this yes.
2: so this season is very pinnacle. Like, see if they can, you know, matchup can have the healthy season, and they can like uh, be a top team in that. That division, but, um, you know, team's going to be we'll uh, in the running for him next year, like the Yankees, Mets, maybe. Mm-hmm. L.A. can make strike a deal if they can oh, yeah. deny that. If, if it's a good season this year, it all depends on how they play. So Yeah,
0: absolutely. And it, you know, showcases, you know, for some guys who are playing overseas, you know, some of these front offices in Major League Baseball pay attention and they can sign one of these guys, bring them into camp, and see what they have. Because we see you know, a lot of Japanese players coming over. We see a lot of the you know, Dominican, Cuban players come over as well. So for a lot of them, this is their shot to audition and really capitalize on their opportunity to make it in Major League Baseball, make some big money. So it's important for everybody that's over there, which makes it – uh, enjoyable to watch for sure From
1: all the team name. celebrations
0: and all that it's just really 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 yeah, fun it's not
1: just a preseason tournament that's just there to like hype up but there's real stakes here I, I saw an alert I don't remember the player's name but there was a Cuban player that didn't go home with the national team he just stayed here he's like ah, I'm just gonna stay in the United States yeah. and play baseball here I'm not going back to Cuba he took this cha- literally this chance just to come to America and make a better life for himself Like that's a really cool story
2: yeah, I think I heard about that. I looked at a young pitcher who like struck out like some of the pro players, and I think they signed like the the Rays, like I think farm system. I think I think yeah. it was he was a huge match, like twenty years old, nineteen, and they signed him off because he was striking out like the top top, like you know, they, I think it's kind of like mm-hmm. Juan Soto. I think he struck out. So
0: yeah, I think it might have been Juan Soto. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm saying. Like for these guys, it's it's their. They're shot to make a better life for themselves. Can't be mad at that. No, it's really cool. All right. Well, I mean, we'll go ahead and get into some NFL talk. Free agency has started off with a bang. Slow down a little bit now, but we know all it takes is for a couple of players. Aaron Rodgers, if he gets traded, might pick back up again. You know, Lamar, whatever happens with him and he could kick off again some you know jerry judy there's other guys out there that oh deandre hopkins but oh, my first question hmm?
2: that's obj where you yeah, yeah
0: yeah i him as well but uh start with lamar so we know his situation he's yep. non-exclusive tag from the ravens you know, <laughs> out there trying to see what his value is if it's not what he's looking for he has an offer with the Ravens. Can go back to. Do we think Lamar gets resolved before the draft or after the draft?
2: That be something um, you joined since
0: you, were, you know the Ravens. Yeah,
2: I, I mean, I that this. I mean, I would like it to as a Raven, as a true die Ravens fan. I would like to see this like happen before the draft because, like, I've been seeing on I've been seeing on Twitter and stuff that like. I mean, Lamar is holding us back from you know getting players. You know, um, we're the only team that really hasn't made a big splash because Lamar is holding us up. So I'd rather have get him signed to a deal or have at least one offer sheet on the table from any team, and we can match it, and then we can worry about you know the money, the bet loading to the contract, so we can sign. Because once we get Lamar, we can start making moves. But right now, he kind of has on a chokehold right now, but. I am excited to see what Lamar says in his, like, kind of one-on-one documentary, like, interview, because he might, he might not say where his plans are. He might, he might, um, it's an exclusive interview, so I'm pretty sure he's going to relay out some information that, you know, because there's been some false narratives saying, oh, he doesn't, he doesn't like Baltimore, um. You know, that's the media because like the, right now like you said Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson that's the two top quarterbacks right now that are like kind of you know oh where they're going to go next I know it's the Jets for Aaron Rodgers probably Lamar is going to be probably Baltimore at the end of the day Um, but those are the two top quarterbacks in the market that are, that are being talked about right now Um <clears throat> so I think yes to answer your question I would like to see a deal or something get done before the draft but like you said Even with the Aaron Rodgers deal, it could get stressed out until the draft. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, he will end up with Baltimore um, because they will match the offer. But I mean, if Baltimore really doesn't want or Lamar, they can get the two first round draft picks. But whichever team, it's the Colts. I think they had the fourth round pick, right? The third, 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 fourth. They were number four. So the question is, I mean, the Panthers came out and said, oh, they're not, they're focused on the draft. So, I mean, they're out. Um, Atlanta, maybe they still hold the eighth spot. So are they willing to give up that? The question is, what team's willing to give up that that offer, knowing that Baltimore is kind of lurking around the corner? Um, Now, like Jake and everyone said, um, you know, the commanders might give a deal. I know. He, I know. Snyder's out the door uh, in a couple weeks or whatever. I Maybe mean, he, he might do it out, an outlandish deal that the Ravens can match. But I don't see if it's under like, if it's like around two hundred million or something like that, around like up, up in that echelon of money, the Ravens can match. But if it's like a 450, four fifty five hundred million, which I'm not going to see that happening, the, the Ravens can't yeah. Can match.
0: Yeah. All right. So we'll. Just this, uh, go back to Anthony real quick and appreciate you stopping by, Anthony. I know you're, you're on a lot of shows in the chat. So he thinks Lamar will be a Raven, but he will hold out, which is an option in all this. If he goes out there, doesn't find the value he wants, you know, begrudgingly signs the offer the Ravens have, he could then hold out and kind of do this all again next year because he can play on that franchise tag number of course for one season but like anthony said only in like physical form not necessarily get on the field he just holds out waste the year and then try it all again falling off season uh let's see you'll need to get the deal done before the draft so you can use them picks which yeah maybe is, get
2: a, a yeah. maybe get get lamar a contract maybe get Hobb. Possibly, and then get like a as receiver in the draft, or maybe if not, then get either like a cornerback or you know upgrade the defense a little bit with, you know maybe get that fill the whole Clay's Campbell get a but maybe they're looking at a wide receiver I think in the first round, but yeah, like as he says, like you know keep get Lamar done and then you know
0: work right, with so, the draft. Juan appreciate you, Juan. You know you 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 become a star in the big three in the chat. If the Ravens didn't give him an offer that he was happy with. It won't happen unless Lamar takes them to the promised land. might be his last year in Baltimore, to be honest. It's business, and he's about business. Lamar might not hold out, but ball out for next offseason moves. All right, Anthony. Us Washington community don't want Lamar. Okay.
2: At the end of the day, it's all fair for us three to say and people in the chat that we don't know what's being discussed in in closed doors. We don't know. Right now, right now, we're just speculating of what's going on. Like, hey, they can say this and that, but we don't know what their phone calls are like. We don't know what their back and forth is. It is whatever's being reported. So to be fair, we don't know what's happening as of right now at 718 p.m. Eastern time. We don't know. Um,
0: So. I mean, well, I mean there's there's a couple of things that we could I mean speculate, we could on. Speculate, we speculate, but I mean that the Ravens, you know, may have undervalued Lamar more than he's liked because he would have signed the deal that they offered before the season. We could we we know that. Mm-hmm. You know, second thing we know is these teams that may be in on him are going to slow play this because they don't have to rush into it giving up draft capital this year. If they could push it till after the draft, they make their picks this year. They could turn around, take Lamar on with the hope that the two picks they give them, which would be 24 and 25 are much lower in the first round. Then it's not that big of a deal for your fan base.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And, you know, um, so Lamar's going to have to kind of play the waiting game right now. I mean, like you said, he has this uh, one-on-one sit-down, which I feel like no matter what he says, there's going to be Ravens fans who will try to read between the lines and come up with narratives. That's just that's just bound to happen because that's what we do.
2: Ravens fans are not, not Ravens fans. Like, the, the sports Florida's fans crazy. in general. Any yeah. sports fan.
0: Well, I was just saying, like, Ravens fans will read into and they'll be like, oh – He's leaving for sure because he doesn't want to come back. Then there'll be Ravens fans like the organization needs see, to sign him now.
2: I don't think uh, where that narrative came from that he don't want to be a I don't. I don't see. I'm just, i don't see I'm, any. I'm, no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I don't I'm see any proof of that.
0: You know. I saw Wait. this with you know the Jalen Brown thing I brought up last night. Mm-hmm. I forgot that interview was done before the trade deadline, and now Celtics fans are like reading into it like, oh, he doesn't want oh. to be in Boston which if that was an issue you would think you would think the team would have traded him this trade deadline so fans are gonna do what they're gonna do the ravens fans and sports fans that like lamar will hear what he says and goes oh he's coming back definitely the ones who don't like him will be like he's gone Mm -hmm. no matter what he says
2: right yeah yeah, before jake uh says his uh, side um like i mean I do feel better that the Ravens did place a non-exclusive because I feel like Ravens fans will be even more mad because if they place exclusive tag, that means there's more money, there's $45 and they can trade them off the bat. Now the Ravens are kind of like, hey, you know, Lamar, you know, you say that, I mean, obviously, yes, MVP quarterback, um, but let the other team test your market, see what you're worth. If a team comes back, you know, okay, mm-hmm. but team, the ravens know, and I get the question that I have now: if if Lamar hadn't had hadn't gone down at the end of the year, two years in a row, would he would he would he even gotten a deal done? I think he would have, because that's that's like oh like oh, are gonna? Di- that's, that's, that's
0: a major factor though.
2: It is, it is, and and the Ravens are smart because they know that no team is gonna follow what the Browns did with Watson. I mean yeah maybe if he did if maybe if it, if he didn't get hurt then yeah give him the guarantee because you can be good but teams don't want to follow that training. You know? Only so,
0: takes one owner But once the make a what splash for the fans But
2: my question is what That's owner okay. what owner cuz the Falcons I mean they wanted Lamar they were out then they got uh Taylor Heideke. um and then Taylor they wanted
0: Hideke to go is not the Lamar <laughs>
2: Taylor Heineke. I mean, he, but no, but they but uh, they dig other pieces though, and for fantasy, it's just kind of it's not kind of like they're
0: Falcons still have, I mean, I think they have like twenty-five million, which is not enough to get Lamar necessarily. One, but right now, yeah. You can always work magic you, you, with, yeah, with the cap. You can, though. Move, you can move that cap number up very easily. Um so yeah, Taylor Heineke, there that's not gonna take them out of the running. He's their backup. Note, yeah. I mean, that's, man, that's, yeah, that's a pretty good set. Worst case, you start with Ritter, Ritter's not ready. You bring Heineken in Heineken Heineke can get you some wins, you know, four or five weeks until Ritter's ready. If you get Lamar, Heineking just backs I mean, up Lamar if Lamar it, right, yeah. Like Does it so. doesn't matter
2: what owner? I mean, unless it's like a ridiculous amount of money that the Ravens can't I mean, people think that Ravens cannot make more money, like to they can restructure contracts, they can like maybe I could say Marlon Humphrey doing it that or I, I mean, don't think it's already... a
1: question of, of can Baltimore afford it. Sure, any team can make cap magic work. My Saints just always find ways to restructure contracts. Mm-hmm. The question is, do the Baltimore Ravens want to pay a contract that's going to be $45, 50000000 a year guaranteed for X amount of years? And if they are, why did not they just offer him what he wanted in the offseason and then save all this drama? Because there's hurt feelings on both ends. There's a lot of levels of disrespect that Lamar is feeling that even if he comes back, like he's not going to, it's not going to be the same when he comes back because he's going to feel disrespected.
2: Well, I I mean, that's, I mean, he might feel disrespected with the front office, but the players, the players love him, man. Yeah. The players do love
1: him, but you still, you still have to play for the coach. Oh yeah. I know you work for the GM then and and you're going to be like, why can't I want an MVP? Mm -hmm. Why, why don't you want me? Like, what else do I have to do if, Uh, if, I get it. If Daniel Jones it. is getting, you know, forty five million a year, why can't I get forty five million a year? That that's the issue. And and okay. to answer the original question, I think the only yeah. way that this gets resolved before the NFL draft is if a team there's one team I can see that could make an offer where it would make a little bit of sense to go before the draft, and it's the Detroit Lions. Because they have two first-round draft picks. They have the sixth pick and, like, the 18th pick. So they could do the 18th pick this year, next year's first-round draft pick, still keep that... I think it's the sixth pick. I can't remember exactly where it is. Let me look. Yeah, the sixth pick from the they got from the Rams. They still have a top-10 pick they can use. They have a ton of weapons. They can cut Jared Goff. I think he's, like, a $10 million cap hit just to release him. It's a lot of money, but it's not that bad. Do you really think Jared Goff is going to have a repeat of next year, or do you want... Lamar they got,
2: didn't they get a feeling? No. Was it, was that? No, he's Panther. in, he's
1: okay. in I think he's in Carolina. But they have a they have they have St. Brown, they have a ton of talent. They have Ben Johnson, who's a who's a brilliant offensive corner. He resurrected Jared Goff's career. I thought Jared Goff was done. He looked fantastic. They have the weapons that Lamar's never really had. The NFC's wide open. The NFC North is completely wide open. I could see Detroit being like, yeah, you know what? It's like, screw it. Like what what luck have we had with quarterbacks? You know, they I know they had Stafford, but they didn't have a whole lot of success with them. Let's throw our, our ring in there. We keep our top six pick, we lose two picks, and we make a serious run in the in the NFC North. If it's not them, if it's like the Falcons, I know the Falcons said that they're out, but until it's it's done, I'm not believing it because the Browns the, said they were done on Watson.
2: Yeah, I thought the were the, the Colts, but the yeah, and the, the
1: Colts to... could do it too. Like in, until it's done, I don't believe any team. If they say they're not into it, they could just be playing smart. Any of these other teams that have higher picks, they're going to want to wait till after the draft. They want to drag this out. They want to try and get a better offer, and they want their high value picks this year as opposed to next year's draft, where they'll be hopefully in the the twenties or or the late twenties with a better roster with a better record than they had this year. But look out for the Lions. I think that would be really fun. I know. You know, Jordan, it would be, yeah. You know, as a fan to fan, I'd hate to see you lose your boy. But Detroit with that roster and Johnson as the OC, that would be that'd be fun. That'd be fun I to mean, watch. I mean, I just don't
2: think we're gonna lose him. I think like Anthony said, they're they're gonna match any offer. That's why teams are so hesitant to like you know like a Colts like top four pick, top three pick. I mean, well, if they're are gonna you, match any
1: offer. Just sign him. Why Why do you have to go on with the exclusive tag? That's That's yeah. my only concern. And if or I'm the a Colt, not
2: exclusive
0: tag. Sorry, I can risk the fourth pick on Lamar because I'm just going to use the fourth pick on a quarterback anyway. So, you, if you're going to tell me, oh, I didn't get Bryce Young, but I got Lamar Jackson, I'm sure Colts fans aren't going to sit there and be upset by that. A team like yeah. that, nope. they shouldn't have any issue giving up number four. Well,
2: as Andy Price, man, he don't want him on the Commanders. Why not? <laughs> I don't
0: know. I, don't, uh, I mean, Anthony. Anthony, man. How can you go
2: Lamar, man? He's off in the chat. He's, if y'all get him, he, are y'all Super Bowl bound? I don't know.
0: Well, he says he sees five teams that would trade for Lamar Texans. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Vikings, Wolf- Falcons, New England, Lions.
1: It seems like a very un Bill Belichick move. Like, not his typical MO to go after Lamar. But he also could be looking at like, I need to do something because otherwise I'm just going to be a seven win team with how we've been doing without that star quarterback. I'd be shocked if it went to
0: New England. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I Um, would too, but we know Belichick likes to kind of go against his MO every once in a while. And I do think getting Lamar would definitely do that. I do know that Belichick loves Lamar though, because that draft when he came out, I think he worked out for New England. I believe New England was planning on taking him at the bottom of the first round, but they decided not to. So I'm sure the interest is there. I just don't know if they would actually go ahead and do it. I mean, the 14th pick to get him, it's not that bad to give that up. So I I wouldn't be mad at it. But um, the Texans that Anthony did bring up, that's a team that a lot of people haven't really been bringing up. But if you think about it, Texans are kind of like the Colts. They're gonna use a top pick on a quarterback anyway. You put Lamar down there with um Damian Pierce at running back. I mean, they don't have Brandon Cooks anymore, but you know, you can find a wide receiver. Who they, who, who, you can who find better receiver receivers
1: right? in the draft than Cooks.
0: Yeah. You cooks, can find exactly. better
1: receivers than Cooks in the draft.
0: So and the the head, head, head. as a mm-hmm. tight end, which He's I didn't understand the move, but Huh? Do you think he's better than Mark Andrews, uh, Schultz? I mean, Schultz is a, a talented tight end. I'm just saying it's it, it would yeah, it's be a weapon for him too. to have down there. That division, yeah, Jacksonville looks like they'll probably own the division for the next couple of years. But behind them, Tennessee has a lot of questions. Um, the Colts, we got to see what they're doing because they've been trending downward, so – you know, it could be an easier path for him to the playoffs. I I don't know. This story could go, like, two billion different ways. Um, Anthony also says Ravens don't want to overpay for Lamar. That's true. Like, that's not any speculation. We know that for sure. They've set a mark, and they're going to try to keep to that. So, Jordan, like you said, it's whether or not some team wants to come out of the blue and just be like, Fully guaranteed two fifty million. What do you think? And then Baltimore, has got to make a serious decision. Uh, Brett, what's going on, Brett? Dalton isn't better than Andrews, but he's talented for sure. Yes, I do like the Lions. He would make them real scary. Yeah.
2: So, so, so now let me ask the panel. Like, yeah, let me ask the panel. Like, do y'all like when hadn't done? Where do you see Lamar Jackson playing, and you going know, for form? If you had to say
1: To me the two teams that stand out the most Is Detroit and Atlanta They have very talented rosters They have limited quarterbacks They're both in the NFC That are very open Their divisions especially Are very open and very winnable The NFC South is going to be garbage again The NFC North The Vikings aren't going to be a 13 win team They're going to take a step back Chicago is probably a year away And we don't know what we're going to get with Green Bay and Jordan Love so both of those divisions are wide open. If I'm either of those, those teams, like if you're Atlanta and all that talent that you have, you can't go with with Riddler and Heineke. You can't just trot those guys out on week one. The fans are going to riot, and rightfully so. I mean, as a Saints fan, I would love to see the Falcons trot those guys out. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But as a GM, like you you can't in good faith, faith do that. And Detroit, I think this would be... Like where they're like, look, we're going to make big moves, we're going to be splashy, we're going to be fun, we're going to be on TV a bunch, and it could propel them to an eleven or twelve win season. I would guess one of those two teams over Baltimore. I just think that if if he was going to go to Baltimore, it done already. That that that's my gut reaction to it is that if he was going to go back to Baltimore, he would have already been signed to something more than just a franchise tag.
0: Okay. Uh I feel like, okay, so for me, I'm thinking if Lamar hasn't gone back to Baltimore after the draft, I think he's gone. I think then teams Well, they will
2: haven't. The last 17th is a good deal, done, so it's like for the Ravens. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah. So. But,
0: I mean, with the draft, mm. you know, coming up in April, you know, if teams wait that long, they make their picks. I feel like then teams will start making offer sheets to him because now they'll know what their team's going to look like for Lamar to come into. And they'll be like, all right, we bring Lamar and we have this, this on the outside. We have this at tight end, this running back. Our offensive line is like this. We know what we're getting. Lamar knows what he's getting into. Let's go forward. I do think, like I said, the Atlanta thing about being out makes zero sense. If you bring Lamar to Atlanta, he automatically becomes the biggest star in the city. Sorry, Trey Young. Lamar would be more popular than you. You're in a division that <laughs> Tampa Bay is going to take a step back for sure. Carolina could be dangerous, but I have to know who's their quarterback next year. And then the Saints, you know, you have Derek Carr. We have to see what that looks like. Lamar comes in. They've already, you know, they They have Drake London. They brought in Mac Hollins. Supposedly, they're looking at um, Nicole Hardman. They have Johnu Smith to go with Kyle Pitts, if Kyle Pitts can stay healthy. You have Cordero Patterson at running back. You dropped a couple of offensive linemen. Now your offense looks a little better if Lamar is there. Defensively, they made some moves as well. So that's a team that you bring in Lamar, could vault up to the top of the division next year. So I, I think they'd have to be in on him. That's it- for... For whatever reason that they're saying that they're not, but I think they're definitely keeping yeah, an eye that, on
1: them. That team goes six and two in their division, bare minimum. They lose Easy. probably one game to the Panthers and one game to the Saints. Because they always but, do, like yeah. that's the yeah that because the Saints and Falcons that's that rivalry is going to split. Like you go six and two, the rest of the NFC is wide open. You're talking, I'd say, bare minimum, minimum an eleven win team with Lamar. Because they almost went to the playoffs with just garbage quarterback play. You add in Lamar, you add in the weapons. I just think I don't want to see it, Jordan. I don't want to see him in Atlanta. Like, as much as you don't want to see him leave Baltimore, I don't want to see him in Atlanta. But I just, it just makes a lot of sense for for Atlanta to, to go for it. And, and after the draft is when it'll happen.
2: Yeah, it to, I mean, I see, I would be like, and tears on on TV. Oh, I, I, I just had the comments that I mean, yes, you're right. They should have. I, I think they, they screwed up. They should have signed. They should have signed through a deal after his rookie MVP or his season. I, I agree. They it's where they screwed up that. But um, like I, I, I mean I'd be lying if I say I'm not. I'm. I mean I'm. I'd be lying if I say I'm not confident. And I am that we will he will be in a Baltimore uniform next year because. There's two sides of every story. There's there's the side where, yes, we there's teams that are in are win down mode. They want to get that quarterback, Lamar can get him up there, but then there's teams that, oh wow, the Ravens can match an offer whatever we do. So it's like, you know, that sort of I feel like the Ravens will match match and offer. Um and they have five days to make make up their minds, and if not, then then, then I'll say, okay, the Ravens did do what they can or did they all they did all they could so? Um, but so we're off the at, is that because the Ravens have until July 17th, but if he gets traded, they don't have to worry about that, right?
1: Yeah, once he's traded, he's off the of books and we're yeah. done, like he's but,
2: Yeah, he'll be with the other team,
0: yeah. So I mean, was, I guess my last question for you: if he, Drew,
2: if would be, if he, if he does, if they do mention offer, do, mm-hmm. do they still have July until the 16th or 17th to make an offer, a new offer, or they have to keep an offer?
1: But they keep the offer. Whatever he agrees is his like new platform. contract. Yeah,
2: whatever. So mm-hmm. let's
1: say Atlanta signs an offer. They offer whatever it is the 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 max, whatever deal he wants. Baltimore doesn't sign it. That's a new contract. There, there's no non-exclusive tag. There's no. It's it's just like if it's just like how Derek Carr for the Saints got his new deal, or Daniel Jones for the Giants got his new deal. It's exact same same parameters. Once he signs the the contract,
0: yeah, yeah. So the, either that happens, or he goes out there. There's nothing there. He can you know sign the franchise tag for the one year, thirty five million or whatever, and then go through all this again next year. Probably you know. The Ravens would put another tag on him because you can tag a player back-to-back 20. years, yeah. and then that's it. So we might be in the same situation next season. But uh, Anthony brings up, how do you feel about Lamar well, to the Titans?
2: Well, say, we'll say the coach is him like a five-year $230 million doing it. Ravens messed up They don't have to worry about slapping the tag on him next year, right?
1: Yeah, no, then Lenny nope. signed to that contract. Once, yeah. if 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 Baltimore were to match a contract, then that's that's, that's Lamar's that's the contract, contract yeah. fully guaranteed. He can't be slapped on like you know any franchise tag or anything until he's yeah. a, a free agent. Yeah, uh, but, uh, but as far Anthony. as Anthony, yeah. yeah, for Lamar to the Titans, I guess I just would I wonder why Lamar would want to go to Tennessee. That doesn't seem like you know, a, they receivers.
2: They're better to let I go of Derrick It doesn't
1: seem like a better situation than Baltimore. Tennessee seems to be a team that really isn't able to make up their mind as far as do they want to tear everything down? Do they want to try and contend in a very weak division? They have a fantastic co- – that's the hard part. Our coach is fantastic. Yes. He won Coach yes. of the Lear uh, last season and deserved it, and he could argue who should have been in the running this year because of how good he is. So it's hard to rebuild when you yeah. have a coach that gets so much out of it. I just don't see where he would want to sign that and go to a team that doesn't have great receivers, doesn't have – a whole lot of offense for him to work with. And I don't know if Tennessee would want to sign a big contract and then also have to deal with losing the draft picks without trying to kind of revamp their, their offense. So I, I don't know if Tennessee would even make that move. It'd be interesting. um, If I was Lamar, I wouldn't want to sign there though. I may as well just say Baltimore, if, if that was the case.
0: To play the other side, go for it. Tennessee, Tennessee could sell them on, Look, this season might be rough, but we have a plan. And, you know, you'll have, I don't even know who their top wide receiver is. It was like Westbrook. Oh, it was, uh, uh, was it Burke? Burks? Oh, yes, was, Traylon Burks. Yes.
1: So, so they Burks. go. And he hurt Is really good, but he got kicked, right?
0: I think so. So I'm like, yeah. So, but I mean, so they go, look, you got Traylon Burks. You make a connection with him this season. Next season we draft whoever will free up some money. We'll, you know, plug some holes, you know, tight end, whatever. It may look bad now, but we will get better over like the last four years of the five-year deal. You know, this division wide open outside of Jacksonville. We think you could dominate this division. Why not? And if he looks at that and then, Looks at Baltimore and goes, If I go back to Baltimore, what am I going back to? Come I, I mean, as Anthony put it, name one great wide receiver on the Ravens. Yeah, I got so nothing. So Lamar Lamar goes, I'm going back to Bateman. Andrews, yes. Love nice. he's, he's a tight down. end though.
2: Like you, you can only do so
0: right. much with a you tight do- end
2: unless you're Kelsey. I um, mean Duvernay's yeah. nice. He he's a good return guy. He's a good receiver he he got dirt. I mean, he's not a top receiver, but I mean, it's pretty bleak.
0: Well, though. the same. So, Mark's like, I'm going and back I, to I, Bateman, the Marcus Robinson. The Free agency's over, so that's basically the team I'm going to be looking at outside of if they draft somebody. And as Brett put, I got Joe Burrow in Cincinnati there every year, harassing me. I've got Pittsburgh with Kenny Pickett oh, improving. I know what My I know Mike Tomlin's a great coach. Pittsburgh. Kenny hey, Pickett's not bad, bad. From, Wait, what, from what I saw. Just, uh, what's, what's, I like Joe
2: what's Joe Burrow's record against the it's, like, it's like one and one. Or who is? I mean, is he really? I don't did, know, I, mean, if, I, I don't want to go against. I don't think, the was, I, don't think Joe, I don't think Joe. I do Joe Joe, Joe, Joe. Joe Burrow owns the Ravens. I mean, they only played a couple times. He may not he's own the Ravens, but he,
1: he's at worst case the third best quarterback in the league. And you don't want to be going up against the third best quarterback in the league twice a year if you can help it.
2: I mean, Lamar, like
1: what top top top, top five? Top yeah, he's a, he's a top ten. I'll, I'll say he's easily a top ten yeah. quarterback. True. But Joe Burrow is like there's there's tiers, and like Mahomes is here mm-hmm. at the top, and then I think it's Hurts and Burrow, and then after that you can get to different pecking orders, yeah, and it's just. Would you, you rather are. go up against Kenny Pickett? I know he, I think he's going to be good. The Steelers are a great run organization. You have Joe Burrow. We'll see what Watson can do. I'm kind of writing off this year as like a, doesn't really count. We'll see what he can do with the full off season. Or would you rather go against the, I'm almost convinced now that Tennessee is not a bad option because you only have one good quarterback in the AFC South and franchises that have typically been, been pretty crappy. Like Houston, Jacksonville, Indy, all haven't been great franchises this past decade. Like it's, it's not bad. And you know, Baltimore is a cool place. But I'll tell you what, Nashville is a party town. That's a. I don't know if any of y'all have been there, but Nashville is a, that's a freaking awesome place to go. Lamar is want to have a good time. Well, I'm not sure
2: when Jabro came in, but Lamar is six and two against the Ra- or against the Bengals. So it's like I don't think oh, they own uh, again, Lamar again. It's if not you the, look head, at, the head. If record. you
0: look at both franchises,
2: well, the yeah, Bengals they have a better inter-
0: they are in a better position than Baltimore is right now, and I'm I'm still holding out hope with Watson because I saw how great he was with Houston. If that Watson comes back, Cleveland becomes dangerous in that division as well. So the AFC
1: North has always been a tough division; yeah. it, it always has. And I get that the I mean, Ravens are I a mean, good team, I mean, they're a good franchise, they're they're a part of what makes the AFC North so good. But Cincinnati's a good team, and it's it's just so much easier not to go up against the top tier quarterback i'm sure you know my dad has been a dolphins fan his whole life and he's hated the past 20 some odd years i've seen tom brady mm-hmm. twice a year no matter what the dolphins did you had to go up against tom brady twice a year and it sucks and it's the same thing for for teams in the afc west for that to go against Mahomes, homes now you just you just don't want to see it if you can if you can avoid it and i think that's
2: the point I meaning that Lamar is fortunate against teams in the afc so it's like Sound like he's eight and fourteen. No, so. we're not. We're not ragging on him. We're just saying. That oh if you're, well, Anthony said he, he goes to the NFC, but when he owns the AFC, basically, Well, not. Yeah, well, he, he, has, he, has he doesn't own the AFC. I wouldn't go I mean, that far. Fourteen and eight. What's Joe Burrow like against the AFC?
0: AFC Joe Burrow in the playoffs, won the AFC. So he Doesn't own the AFC. I know, but did 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 they get? Did if it, you own the AFC, run? you're catching Mahomes because Mahomes has been. Well, I'm saying a conference the AFC North. That's only AFC North.
2: AFC North. Yeah. No, like it's ben Ravens, Bengals, Bengals, Ravens,
3: maybe
1: Browns. Yeah. yeah, when he's. It's more of just like, hey, the NFC is wide open, like mean, Detroit. Like I, Detroit, the NFC, like I said win. earlier. I'm
2: for, no, I'm saying what Anthony said. Cause go to NFC, but why? Go, what, NFC, why
0: what's I'm a running? top? What's a top quarterback in the NFC? It
1: hurts. Um, it's hurts. It's Jalen Hurts. Like here's the thing it. that's going to be really fun is you're going to get Jalen Hurts. Like how far? And I'm saying this as a Saints fan. I'm not trying. To, I'm not being a homer here. I'm saying how many quarterbacks in the in the NFC are you going to get to before you get to Derek Carr as top quarterbacks in the NFC. That's not good for the NFC. Like I understand Derek Carr has his limitations and he's not yeah. a, an elite quarterback. So if Lamar again goes to Detroit, like he's the best quarterback in the in the conference, uh, maybe second. I, I might put Jalen Hurts after what I saw this season. Top two quarterback in the in the conference, you're looking at a chance a much easier path to get to the Super Bowl as opposed to the AFC. That's just a complete gauntlet of top tier quarterbacks.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, AFC has a gauntlet of quarterbacks better than compared to uh, the the AFC, and plus, if I mean, I, I guess I hate to say it, but if Aaron goes to the Jets, it's not
1: a. Good
2: if Aaron goes to the J- if when he goes to the Jets, he'll be like the eighth,
1: seventh, or eighth best quarterback in the in the AFC. Yeah. Let's just be real. That's yeah. So I'm not. Yeah,
2: I'm not. I, I, I'm not disagreeing. To, like about like the talent and the QB talent and then this is top tier. Like yeah, Mahomes, Lamar, Burrows. You know, Herbert. I, I get it. Like now that the the, the talent has shifted it to the AFC. But it's like, I mean, yeah. I get if you play at NFC, it's an easier path now. But it's like, why leave when like you know if we can get a, if if we can match a trade and we can start getting things done. <laughs> getting beginning maybe be a DJ chark or d hop or once a deal gets done or we made an offer it's like
0: so well that's kind of where the Ravens come into this as well because if they were to sign Lamar to a five-year deal they have to think in those five years do we move any higher than we are now and if not is it worth going and extending ourselves that much to bring him back To kind of stay level while we're seeing Kansas City up here, Cincinnati, you know, Russell Wilson's getting Sean Payton. Maybe they move past them. Who knows? But that's the part of this where the Ravens have to look at it. Yes, Lamar, the talent, love to have him. But if Lamar, the talent means we lose out on, I don't know, some major piece on the defense or. We can't get a top wide receiver or something like that. Is it worth it?
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking at the AC conference. I mean, it was the Chiefs, Buffaloes, Bengals, LA. And then we were right behind LA in the standings. So it was not like we were that down from the totem pole. So no, like, but you missed the playoffs. No, we were in the
1: playoffs. Oh, that's right. No, you made the playoffs. Yeah, that was yeah, last year. You yeah. missed the playoffs. Sorry, my apologies. No, you made the playoffs this year. Sorry.
2: Yo, to What? Through
1: a screen yeah, on
0: like, me.
2: Oh shit. <laughs> like, so,
0: so, all right. So, so we'll we'll, we'll do this then. But, Lamar but I comes back.
2: A more, more time. I'm saying
0: Lamar comes back. Looking at the AFC right now, where do you slot Baltimore with Lamar back?
2: If in the conference, you mean? Like so yeah, yeah. In the conference, in the AFC. <sighs> I Think we move up so I think we're one, two, three, four, five, six. I think we're fifth because, um, think about it. Um,
0: so, so we, we, we have you right behind the but hey, but so we might get to number six six two eight,
2: because eight, okay. you know, Allen, you know, people are on Allen, Josh Allen, right now, and Stefan Diggs, mm-hmm. and that whole situation. Um, so I mean, we can be in like the uh, third, I'd say. For, well, last year it was Kansas City one, Buffalo two, Bengals three. But the whole like the whole game situation kind of messed up the mm-hmm. whole standings, whatever. But um, I mean, Jacksonville was right behind us at seven. So I mean, I think we moved a couple spots.
1: I'd say that the Baltimore's. I'll say this. <laughs> I don't think – back. I think the AFC is going to be a lot tougher. Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: because so I would I'll, say,
1: go ahead, Kyle. I'll let you get your take. Go ahead, go ahead go So ahead.
0: I would say Kansas City better. Yeah, I would say Cincinnati better. So there, so
2: there'll be two. You said so behind the. Yeah, Chief. just looking
0: at like Super Bowl odds, I'd say Cincinnati better. Okay. To be honest with you, Calvin Ridley now implemented to Jacksonville. What I else, might say Jacksonville yeah. better.
1: Jacksonville had a really.
2: Second half, oh, yeah, a really shrunk the yeah. year, yeah. But I mean, they're 9 in eight, but but
1: like, right, i saying, below
0: 5, yeah, but I that mean, second I...
1: half was really good, though. Oh, yeah it, it yeah, it was.
0: Absolutely. I could look at, I mean, even though I don't like Staley, but on paper, Chargers are a very talented team.
2: I mean, didn't Keenan like, <laughs> Allen, though? He's a free he? No, Keenan
0: to... Allen was a. Possible trade guy. Oh, he's still on uh, the roster. Guy. Yeah, and yeah, their owner came came out and said Keenan Allen's not going anywhere. So it looks it, like he's in Eckler's the
1: the, the question mark on the yeah offense Eckler's the guy hands. who might
0: might so so get traded. You can you can replace running backs. I mean, running backs I mean, you, you easy, don't easy
1: position to replace. You don't lose
0: sleep over running back sleeping. Not anymore.
1: Nope. Especially an in uh, injury play a yeah. running back like Eckler. And I love Eckler. He's a great running back, but he gets hurt a lot too. Yeah.
0: Now, depending on what Sean Payton does in Denver, that could be a team that moves ahead of Baltimore. Uh, what, Miami, about, what, about,
1: what about Buffalo? What do you think about Buffalo compared to Baltimore?
0: Is Josh Denver, Allen, Josh Denver. Allen has to do it now without Dable. It's yep. been too far removed from him. I've seen him regress each year. I'm not I'm not gonna confidently put him up there anymore. He's now in a group where he has to prove it to me.
2: Yeah, I think he kind of slid down. because yep. you yeah, got Diggs complaining about you know, and
1: it's not even the, the dig stuff. It, it's just the performance he get with Josh Allen. Where <laughs> oh, he, so like, Josh Allen's, Josh Allen's ceiling. When he's playing his best, he's about as he's as good as Mahomes in a different way. But the problem is his floor is just is just bad it's just really bad turnover play and the other top quarterbacks their floor isn't yeah. that low yeah, he was got by what
2: third string quarterback in the playoffs uh what he he oh said- yeah the,
1: the, the game against miami they they were lucky to win that game they were yeah, very that was horrible that day. Not it was, horrible, terrible. was it was a was skylar thompson i think that's the quarterback yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was terrible they should have lost that game
0: josh allen takes too many unnecessary risks for me brett goes would you rather go through a combination of hertz dak kirk Jeff, I mean, Golf. I'm assuming I don't know why I read those. Jeff, it's Golf, Carr, Stafford, Purdy in the playoffs and run a gauntlet of any combination of Allen, Burrow, Mahomes, even Rogers, even,
2: even Herbert's gonna prove it to me a uh, year because like what, what, what he's only done in the playoffs, he, he's got he got slacked by the Jaguars about for 28 points, 27 points, yeah. Like. Yeah. So
1: Brett makes a good. Yeah, Brett makes a good point though. Like when we're saying he when did. people are yeah, saying in the talent. chat, yeah. go Lamar, to the I, NFC. I, Which one's going to be easier? That's a fantastic NFC, point. But does but, Lamar
2: want that? Lamar is a he's he's a go getter man. He, he he wants that competition. So it's like I don't think he would want. Yeah, know but
1: that you, you also there's also some teams in the in the NFC that are mm-hmm. fit. They're fit for him. They're ready for him, and they have an offense. And All it's right. like no. No one's gonna look, no one looks back at the Rams last year with their Super Bowl win and go, you know, we need to put an asterisk next to it because the mm-hmm. NFC was so much weaker than the AFC. Like no one does that for Super Bowl champions. You win the you win the ring, you're a champion. It doesn't matter if you were in the harder conference or not. And for if I'm Baltimore, I'd say their absolute ceiling, absolute ceiling is the third best team in the conference. And that and that's with them assuming they make moves to help the offense, to get wide receiver help from Lamar. <laughs> I year, see really. them. I see, again, Kansas City better. Cincinnati's better. Yeah, that's no argument. I argue. think Jacksonville has the potential to be better. The Chargers, it all. They I don't like their coach, and they seem to have bad injury luck, but that always seems to plague them. But, yeah, Justin Herbert, does he need to prove it to me? Sure. I want to see him improve, but they have a lot of talent on that team. I think... I think you're looking at probably, when it's all said and done, probably fifth in the conference is probably where the Ravens are going to be if they keep Lamar is is probably at the fifth best team. And so I mean, the Ravens have like, to look at it and be like, do you want to pay a quarterback okay, all that a year, money and be a fifth seed? Well, like
2: a year ago, we were, what, second in the East or AFC conference? You can't
0: look at the past the, at this point. You gotta look.
2: This time last year,
0: have said the Saints were one drop
1: away from going to the Super Bowl. Like you can, you can always do. You can't just look back in the past. The NFL changes. It's so cyclical yeah. every single year that you have to look at what the, the future holds. I y'all
2: think that we're gonna make a so a big drop off of? I mean, if Lamar does come back, I mean the, the frenzy is not over yet. You know what I'm saying? So, so well, who who's who's available
1: is what I want to I mean, know. Is who's gonna available think, to improve the team? As far
2: as like my receivers or. I think there's the
0: because don't don't they have to replace Calais Campbell. They have to do that as well. Which I mean, yeah. draft wise, you could do that, but Campbell also was a leader on that team.
4: He still could
2: we still could bring him back if we get Lamar back. Or he could,
0: yeah. I mean
2: because they didn't, they didn't really close the door on him. He just say, "Okay, oh, we're gonna release him, but he's more welcome to come back." So I mean, if that. But he did make a visit with the Falcon. I think today. I think so. Um, just for invite, but, uh, but yeah. yeah, put up, uh, put up, put up. Anthony Price's comment for me, man. Jordan, the Homer one. Um, I, mean, I mean, is he, is he wrong? I mean, I'm, I'm definitely. Uh, I mean, I'm a diehard Ravens fan. I mean, I. How would you yeah, feel if your quarterback got an MVP and um, you like you wouldn't want to let, to let like you wouldn't want him to be like on your team, right, Anthony? Like, no. So look, like, I'll,
1: I'll I'll put it this way, like Jordan, like I'm a diehard Utah Jazz fan, and this offseason, Donovan Mitchell was. We knew he was going to be gone. Like the the likelihood of him being traded was, even though he didn't ask to be traded, was gone, and I accepted it. Like. It sucks. I love Donovan. Like he's he's my boy. When he came to the Jazz, he was my guy, and mm-hmm. it sucks to see him leave. But I also knew it was going to happen. Like it sucks, but that's part of what happens in the NFL. And so the part, yeah, I'm a diehard fan. But I think the Homer comment comes from your overt optimism for the Ravens being like a the third best team in the conference.
2: I didn't say that. I said fifth or like could we were sixth. I said fifth. Could be right behind the Chargers. Yeah, you know, for next, for ne- Yeah, well, for next year though, where do you, where do you have them? Next I say year? fifth, fifth, fifth. So we move up, move up a spot. And I, like like Kyle said, I, I'm not, I don't trust the bank or uh, the Buffalo right now with how Allen's playing. So th- maybe fourth, maybe those Bengals slide up, and then we slide up right behind them. So maybe fourth or fifth, I'd say. Like
1: if my only market. concern with Baltimore is what have they done to improve the team from last year that? that seemed to kind of struggle heading into the postseason.
2: Yeah, I mean, y'all That's had to be careful of QBs, man. Y'all had like Robert RG3. Y'all had Kirk Cousins. Y'all had – that didn't work. Y'all had Alex Smith. He, he got hurt. But y'all had to be hey, careful of QBs. And I got
0: – Hey, you're about to throw it in Anthony's face with Washington's gone through. I mean, he's saying that –
2: all right,
3: all
0: right. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> uh, I mean, Lennon, I didn't even him. I mean, welcome to the show, Lennon. Uh, How's it going? What, what's your thoughts on you know, Lamar before we move to a different topic? Uh,
4: honestly, I feel like I, I mentioned it in the group chat earlier. I feel like, you know, maybe him staying midway through Baltimore, trying to work out a deal with them. <laughs> And maybe just seeing if uh, he can go somewhere where maybe he's not or he's the number one option where he could be mobile and not have a star running back to join him, you know. Uh, Honestly, I've said before that I feel like Houston would be a good uh, spot for him to go because they're currently in a team rebuilding, needing a franchise quarterback just to get them to that next step. You know, I'm not going to say they're going to be like playoff bound in the next couple of years if they do get Lamar, but it'd be a start.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. So Anthony, once again, comes Number with. Eighth, I mean, right. The Rays right now is the eighth best team in the AFC, just saying. So you had the Colts over them? Who do you have no. over the
2: Rays? I mean, I'm I
0: assuming know. he's going. So let's just take the AFCs. So I'll go from the divisions and see he may still have Buffalo ahead of him it might be a slight yeah slightly we don't we don't do
2: it for Anthony let, let, let's see his order I'm in sure the
0: I could yeah. probably work it out well I mean Anthony can tell me if I'm wrong so Miami <laughs> if you're telling me two is healthy I would say Miami is better than Baltimore yep yeah I agree a lot of people say the Jets if they get Aaron Rodgers you know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets I'm not going to give them no shine hmm. I say Fine, you can say that they're better. Patriots get DeAndre Hopkins. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not oh. really. Yeah, we not call, Jordan Homer. Come on, Kyle. I'm like, I, I just I mean, said. I, I was just joking. We Currently, I would say too, if Lamar, <laughs> Might be a wash though, but I would might say Baltimore be better than, might be a than a right deal. now. Mm-hmm. But if you look really. at the, yeah, just right there. Uh AFC North, Bengals better. Uh if you tell me Watson is Texans Watson, maybe I'd probably put them behind Baltimore still and I think the Steelers are coming up so we'll say Baltimore's safe in their division right now. The yeah. South Jacksonville yes. yep Houston I wouldn't say Colts I wouldn't say Tennessee I wouldn't say. AFC West Kansas City yes. Chargers I think yes.
2: And they even. Uh, Denver, uh,
0: because of Sean Payton, I would say yes. Raiders, no. I'm not going with the Raiders. Uh, all right, so Anthony put up his list Chiefs, Bills, Chargers, Bills, Jets, Jets, Jets Cincinnati, Jaguars, Dolphins. I basically yeah. hit on all of these, things, so.
4: Yep.
0: Apes, all tough. of the Jets. One, but
4: yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd say fourth. Baltimore's probably maybe fourth best.
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, this ain't coming to this year, though. Like, you think they're fourth best? Mm. That's, where, that's where it's replacing off the... I mean, I. because I, uh, I I mean, last year they were sixth or fifth right behind Chargers, so I think we move up a spot like in fifth. Well, what, what would make you think they've that they would improve a
1: spot if they haven't improved their roster so far? I mean,
2: like, the free just started, like, what, a week ago or two weeks ago? Yeah, but, a like, lot the most, a lot of the before. good guys are gone well, I is get the that. problem. And there's some pieces that are still on. I, like, we have... DJ Chart we have draft obviously we have Francister Francis, Francis you you think really
0: DJ Chart moves the needle for moves the needle no, move for I, I don't but know I, guess, does. No,
1: it, I mean I like, it like it DJ Chart but
0: I'm just saying I don't know if that's a move Ravens at would and be like you got to trade for Every D-hop.
1: every team's talking about D-Hop and it's just going to matter yeah. where he lands like like everyone's talking about D-Hop so my my point is it's hard for me to say that they're going to improve and B and go step up when they haven't improved on paper yet.
2: Okay. I get it. I get it. That's fair. That's fair. But me friend, yeah, like, frankly, I mean, I'm we can revisit only...
0: like after the draft, see what they do in the draft. Maybe yeah, we'll
2: it's it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure once something gets done with Lamar, get the floodgates will open up and we'll start signing players, man. So whoever's open on the market, hair available.
0: I mean, I, mean, oh, I don't man. even know because wide receivers, like it seems like everybody's gone except
1: the only one that's a, that's gonna move the needle is D Hop, and everyone's asking for him, so it's gonna be through the draft.
4: You think Odell for a, football think football. a little bit, or who's that? You think Odell would be able to help out a little bit, or OBJ, do you think of...
2: interest? Yeah, I think they stay healthy, but my question with
0: OBJ, yeah, my concern with
1: Odell is that he wants a big price tag and. Look, I love OBJ. He's a fantastic talent, but you can just find receivers that can do what he can do and not pay him twenty million dollars, like Odell apparently is wanting, in that range.
4: I've been hearing stuff that he even he said that he didn't say twenty million. I heard it was something closer to ten to fifteen.
0: Well, yeah, well I mean, if that's on. true, I yeah. think ten to fifteen you could handle a little more. Because I do remember the report was like 15 to 20. I was like, that might be stretching that's it. But much. 10 to 15, that's that's not a bad move to bring him in.
4: I was thinking more like 9 to maybe 12 million, just because he's coming off that torn ACL and he didn't play at all last year. I just feel like he just needs to prove himself just a little bit more that he's back, you know.
0: Right. I agree with that. Is there, uh, right, is so there like gonna... a
2: list of like a double with like current – fellow wide receivers. I, I try to look that up,
0: but I guarantee you the names you see, you might squint at a few of them. Like, who's that dude? There's not a lot left. Judy, Brandon and, IU, Mac Evans,
2: Brandon Cooks. He's gone. T Higgins. That's a like big. You got um, trade for Higgins. those guys.
0: Isn't because Higgins think is still under contract? Yeah, yeah,
1: Higgins' contract ends next season, so the talk is that yeah. Cincinnati is going to potentially trade him for some value because they can't afford to sign them next off season. That's my understanding. it could be wrong. Since that came out and said
0: that they're, they're willing to put the money in the wide receivers, which means Mixon's probably the guy who's who's on his way.
1: Probably. There.
0: Probably.
2: Nicole Hardman's on, I think,
1: D.H.R. Hardman's not yeah. going to move the needle because he wasn't, if if he's not going to stand out as an elite receiver with Mahomes, like he's not going to stand on as elite receiver with any, any quarterback. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Alright, so I got two quick questions to uh, finish out the NFL. Let's so do it. We don't have to like, go into them too in-depth. Rodgers looks like he's going to go to the Jets. He goes there. What is the ceiling for the Jets next season? Round. Do
1: they win the division? That's that's, that's their best ceiling. Um, I see him. Oh, that's tough. That division's hard. Mm-hmm. It's, there's a lot of... We don't know where we're going to get with Josh Allen. We don't know where we're going to get with Tua. Those are the two big question marks at quarterback, and so it's hard to say they're going to win the division. I'd say they're probably more likely going to be a wild card team. I don't think Aaron Ro- I think Aaron Rodgers is more likely to be closer to this year, this past season's Aaron Rodgers than the two MVP seasons we saw the two previous years. I think he's closer to what he is now. I think they're probably their ceiling is ten, eleven wins, and they win in a wild card round and then lose in the divisional round. I think that's their absolute ceiling. It's, and it might be the, it's probably the right move for the jets because they haven't been to the playoffs since like 2010. And they've never really had a, a run with like something like this before a quarterback outside for Brett Favre, ironically. So I think Mm -hmm. I don't hate the deal, but I don't see them getting to an AFC championship game. If they were in the NFC with that roster and everything, maybe, but not in the AFC. All
0: right. Lennon, You agree. Yeah, uh, I,
4: I I agree, but I feel like I'm I don't agree on the win total. I feel like I feel like Rodgers is going to struggle the first couple weeks just trying to get used to a new team that he's uh, after leaving Green Bay after what eighteen years, something like that. And I feel like I feel like they will make the wild card, but as a eight to nine win team. But I don't see them getting out of the wild card.
0: Okay, Jordan, what do you think? Division winner, wild card team. What do you? What do you think? I think the I
2: think the team is a the wild card team. Um, just Miami got better on defense with Brandon Ramsey. Um, they still got Tyreek Hill. Can it be better than the Bills? I, I don't because we like this kind of a proven year deal, like prove a year for Allen as far as like playoff you know abilities and um because. And then we had the Patriots. You know what, what moves do they still make in the free agency and draft? So it's like, yeah, it does make them a win, like a chance, like a playoff mode team mode this year. But it's like, yeah, I see the wild card spot, wild card playoff team. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, Kyle? I agree.
0: That, that's 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 their ceiling, probably the wild card. I've already said, you know, a lot of these media people who think you put Rogers on them. And they're automatically in the AFC title game or something. I think they're still far away from that because I've seen what Rodgers has turned into, and I just don't think he—I don't think he gets to another title game. To be honest with you, whether he stayed in Green Bay, goes to the Jets—I—I I don't. I think those days are behind him. So wild card team for me. Uh, Brett says they can be better than the Dolphins, but I don't trust Tua to stay healthy. Big part of the big part of that feeling. I do agree. Don't sleep on Brady
1: to the Dolphins, though. I I wouldn't be shocked if come August he says he's taking
0: care of his cat. Okay, yeah, once again, just,
1: (laughs) just, just like with Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson, I'm not gonna believe Tom Brady's retired until he's in a Fox booth doing the color commentary i'm not gonna believe it i'm not gonna believe it for brady he's haunted me for my entire life as a nfl fan i'll believe it when i see
4: it i don't know he may just come down half during halftime and just suit yeah, you never
1: know you never know why just say sorry fox i need to go suit up
4: all of a sudden he's had a patriots game they're down by like 28 and he's like ah time to do it again
0: yeah uh, john Suggs, appreciate you tuning in says wasn't jets over salary then with these new additions, aren't they back over and still haven't gotten Rodgers? I'm sure uh, Green Bay going to eat some of that contract, but still a lot of money to restructure over the whole team. Good point. I mean, I guess you could kind of work some of that out in the trade. You know, Green Bay taking back. I feel like Green Bay probably has to get one of the young, young wide receivers back. Because you're going to sign Lazard and Cobb and all these guys, is there really a point of keeping all those guys on that roster if they're not going to play? So maybe they get Elijah Moore, who wanted to get traded last year. So I, I mean, they'll, they'll find a way to get the cap room to fit Rogers in for sure. But that's a good point, though. They are, I think, currently over. Yeah, the they'll
1: sp- have to sacrifice some players for that. Yeah. And and the big thing as far as the contract goes is that the only thing the Packers. Take on for cap for the salary cap is the cap hit because he signed the ex, the extension the new deal last offseason, but that doesn't help the Jets at all. It's just the way the contract is structured. The Packers have like thirty or forty million in dead cap yeah. money, but that that doesn't help the Jets with their their salary cap situation.
0: Right. Uh, let's see. All right. So last question I have for NFL before we move on to NBA. Obj where do you think he ends up it's probably a tough question to ask but you know you're going to vegas can put money down on a team where do you think obj ends up um who
2: are the actual suitors was it the ravens and i think chiefs or something like that that they were interested
0: i believe that the workout was with ravens chiefs patriots bills you know he's talked about the giants so I mean you could start there, but I'm pretty sure any number of teams would look to add them if they could.
4: Maybe the I Eagles. Think,
1: I don't think the Eagles are gonna have the cap space, is the problem. They're they're having a hard enough time right now retaining their players from their Super Bowl run that they had to the mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl. I don't see them wanting to get a third a number what third wide receiver for twelve million dollars when they could find something much cheaper in the draft. I could see the Giants being this great come home, come home, Odell, come back home, come help uh, Daniel Jones. We have a good good coach now. We have a good culture. Come back. I could see him doing that. Otherwise, I see, like, I just, I feel like in my gut that Dallas is just going to pull it and overpay him and just Jerry Jones is going to Jerry Jones. He's going to do what he's going to do. But those are the two teams that, that I see. I probably lean towards uh, the Giants just for, like Odell wants to play in a big market. He seemed to like New York. He seemed to like the the press and the, the attention that it gets. And it, the, the Giants need help at wide receivers. So it kind of makes sense in, in both ways. Uh, Jordan,
2: where do you think he ends up? <sighs> like I, probably the, the Ravens. And they were probably the team that are interested, though. That I think was like the, I think it was then, I think the, who were like actually like engaged in OBJ.
0: Um, like, uh, So I, I said Ravens Okay I mean that, that would be an interesting move If they
4: were to bring in OBJ But uh, we'll see We'll see Lennon what do you think You know um, Part of me wants to be biased And say the Patriots Just because I, I mean I feel like Odell to the Patriots Would be an, a good move But thinking on it honestly i could see new orleans you know they're they're an upcoming team in nfc south you know they just got their car you know i mean alvin quarry is going to serve that suspension i I mean jake
0: yeah jake would love that that, that's that's my team i'm a saints fan uh (laughs)
1: and oh really yeah so it could if it if it's the right number like if it's 10 million is a number i'd feel comfortable comfortable with i think it'd be great i think the important thing is, like, they have good receivers. Chris Olave is a complete stud. Uh, Derek Carr does need some better weapons to throw to. It could be fun. I don't know how well he would do in a small market, even though New Orleans is a party town. It's still a small market. Um, but I could see it. If it's the right number, I wouldn't hate it. Uh, how much uh,
4: did you guys re-sign Michael Thomas to?
1: I think the cap hit was, like, $10 million. Um let me look real quick on his contract. Yeah, he, because
0: he restructured his this. He, re- had, he
1: restructured right. it. Let
4: me see what. Oh, he restructured used. it, wasn't a resign?
1: Yeah, it's a, it was a yeah, one was year, a- $10 million contract. Okay.
4: Okay. I mean, I feel like, you know, if you guys give Odell the same amount, I feel like him and Michael Thomas and Chris Olave will be fighting for that wide receiver one position. Chris Olave's got to be wide receiver one. You got to build. If, the if, the if the Jarvis document.
2: Landry's still on the Saints. Or nope. is he's,
4: kind of... oh, he's with. Who is he with? Is he a free agent? I think maybe last year, he'll maybe he'll free, go to Baltimore. Isn't
2: he? We were. Yeah,
0: gonna I, think, to Baltimore. I do think Landry is a free done.
4: agent right now, though. I think he is. Wait, wait, no, 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 no.
2: Because he was with the Saints last year.
0: Was. Oh, yeah, he was. He was with Cleveland the year before he went to the but Saints. He was at the Saints. Yeah, he yeah, got hurt like, a he, lot, though. He, yeah, he was a, a free agent, but... He, he has, like, he he
2: kind of like a one-year deal, or what do you find? Yeah, like yeah and he's a free deal? agent. As far as I hey, can tell you, didn't realize. How did you like him? Uh, Jarvis Lange, like, did he even play that much?
1: He didn't. I don't remember. He didn't play very much. He, he was hurt yeah. a lot. Let me see if I can... Yeah. will pull up his stats real quick, but he... I was excited. I'll put it this way. When... I thought okay, maybe Michael Thomas comes back. We have Chris Olave. Like, I was excited, and he just kind of overwhelmed. He catches for two hundred and seventy-two yards. Like he he was hurt. He yeah. played yeah, nine games, early, yeah. and and hurt early and just just disappointed. Like I know part of it's injury, but it's still it was a mm-hmm. disappointment. I was I was way more excited yeah.
0: than what he turned out, turned out to be. Yeah. Uh, let's see, so John Suggs said OBJ to Raiders, Dolphins, 49ers,
2: Pats. I didn't need OBJ. They got Waddle and Tyree. That's all they need, man.
4: I was thinking 49ers, but I I feel like with the stack team they already have, I feel like you just wouldn't really get that many. Oh, yes.
3: look yeah,
4: and then John threw out
0: the Panthers, especially if they get C.J. Stroud. They've been signing a lot of people. You never know. Work. Yeah, no, you never I know,
1: could see Odell know. wanting to play in the warm weather. The AFC the NFC South, you're in domes or warm weather, you know, all season. So that that well, helps Carolina,
4: they don't have one. I think Carolina's the only open one.
1: No, the, the Bucks, the Bucks the and Bucks the Panthers
4: are, the are, are both open, oh, but yeah, they're, they're warm weather. Yeah.
1: So you're you're in nice weather all year you know, for the majority of the season. Yeah.
0: yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, Let's go to the NBA, and we're gonna start with Jordan's team because we know we talk NBA. The Lakers get brought up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured First, come on, you must, you,
2: wait. I hold can on. You I
0: with you started with.
2: That's
1: not fair because you started with Lamar Jackson. I can dude. feel. Jordan's right. eye rolls. I could feel <laughs> oh, his eyes rolling as I saw it was so bad.
0: <laughs> on this show, the minute I say something like playoffs or something, it goes, Well, the Lakers are so I'm like, let's get out of the way right away.
2: Let's just start with it. Let's start
0: talking about the jazz. First, where man. where will the Lakers <laughs> finish? At the end of the season, what are we looking at with the Lakers? Are they I think... playing? Are they missing the playoffs? What do they... you guys think?
2: I say they're not missing the play. There'll be a ninth, tenth, eighth, ninth, tenth seed. So done. you have
0: them a playing team. Playing okay. team. Jake, what do you but, think?
2: But but if the standing is pan out, then maybe well, is it going to be a sixth seed if, if teams start losing?
0: That ship is slowly pulling away from you. Yeah.
2: So I say anywhere between seven and tenth.
0: Okay. Jake, what do you think?
2: Two games out of the sixties. I was not that I mean two games out. That's what Brett said. So it's Sinking, sinking, but
0: yeah. uh Jake, are you muted?
1: Gosh dang it, I pulled an old man. Oh, okay. there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call. I thought my
4: phone was messing up on me. No,
1: nope, nope, that's all me. That's that's all me. So the Lakers Like They've been two games back of the sixth seed since the trade deadline. They've improved a lot. I'll give you that, Jordan. They've improved a ton since uh, they made the trade. They've been a much better team, a much better defense, so I don't want to come off as a Laker hater because I like LeBron James. I want to see him succeed, but I see them making the play in tournament and probably making the eighth seed. They probably would lose. If I'm looking now, the the 7th through 10 is Dallas, Minnesota, OKC, and Utah's 10th. And the Lakers are eleventh. Like, and there's a whole lot of wiggle room there. I see the Lakers probably losing the first one, winning the second, and they play they play Denver. They probably play pretty tough. Probably go six games, and and then they would lose in the first round. But they're they're going to make the playing tournament, and I say they they do, they do win the or make it into the postseason.
0: All right. Well, let me answer John real quick. <laughs> Where's Freddie? <laughs> well, Freddie was on last night on Cheap Seats, which if you missed that one, you should go back and watch that because that show got out of control with Freddie. Freddie looks like he won't be on this week, but you never know with Freddie. He could pop up anytime, so I'll just say I don't know where he is right now. (laughs) He was. He was. (laughs) Yes, he was. Absolutely. Um, uh, Lennon, where do you think the Lakers are at the end of the season?
4: You know... I I'm gonna sound like a Laker hater when I say this, but I honestly swear to God I'm not. I I don't feel confident in them late in the season, so I I think they'll barely miss it with the 11th seed. But I just it just depends on how like how long it's gonna be till LeBron comes back.
0: That that's a it's a valid question because it seems like the Lakers are saying. One to two weeks before he comes back, we only have three weeks left in the season. So, depending on where the Lakers are at that point, it might be they might be too far back for him to make that much of a difference. If they kind of hang in the play-in tournament, and LeBron comes back, then you have to feel confident in the Lakers. Yeah. Don't worry, Leonard. They're not going to label you a, a hater or anything. That's already me and Gene. We've got that on lock. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Um, so one I thing to note. Say,
1: oh, go go ahead, oh, Kyle. Go ahead, ahead. Your, your, all right. So I'll just say real quick. The Lakers. There's ten. They have ten games left, and yes. they play the Suns. They play the Thunder. That's an important game. They play Minnesota. That's an important game. They actually play the Suns twice. They play the Jazz twice. They play the Clippers. Like they only have what I would consider two easy games, three easy games. They have two games against the Bulls, and then a game against the Rockets. That's Everything else, these teams are tough. They're competing for either the make the play in tournament or their seeding. There's not a, a gimme that's in there. So, yeah, they're two games out, but they have a tough, tough schedule ahead of them.
2: That's crazy that, um, like, I said, we're two games from the six spot That's well, well, I think it's three games because, no, it's two because Warriors at 37. It's just, it seems like the, like the, five, huh, like the five through 10 is like anything can happen. Uh yeah, it's all very close
1: together. So that's why you have to look at the the schedule that's remaining and, and look and see, okay, yeah, they're two games back, but what are the chances they're gonna go, you know, because pro- if, if they wanted to make up two games and in, in ten games, they probably have to go like seven and three bare minimum to make that kind of a jump. And I just don't see this team either without LeBron or LeBron ramping up to get into playoff form, mm-hmm. making Making a difference enough to yeah. win seven of the next yeah.
2: ten. Yeah. The, the Clippers, they can fall. I mean, they play the Thunder twice. They play the Pelicans. I mean, they're probably going to beat the Pelicans. They play the Bull. They play the, Grizz- the, Grizz- the, Grizz- the Grizzlies twice. Grizzles why do you single out, sing
0: out the Clippers? Clippers,
2: Clippers are playing are good Clippers right now?
0: I mean, they're they're 38 years. I think 38. Yeah, if and, I'm the Lakers. I'm not looking that high up. I'm looking at teams like. Yeah, but yeah. those teams also have to lose as well. Enough that's what for I'm you to saying in. that they can still lose those games.
1: Sure, they they can, but Lakers have to make oh, – my point with them going well, like 7-3, no, and saying, three, have they to have to yeah. – Yeah, they have yeah. to It's – two games sounds easy. It sounds like a small number, but two games is a lot in 10 mm-hmm. games. Ten games left, two games, that's that's a lot to make up.
2: Yeah, I mean, they can definitely win maybe half of them still get in.
1: Yeah, to the play-in. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's yeah. A point. yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking, yeah, playing, yeah, but we're talking for them to go to the sixth seed, bare minimum, you have to win seven of the next ten. And that's with that schedule, I just don't see it
2: happening. I mean, that's probably two wins against the Bulls,
0: but they're playing the I club. Put it, The Bulls have been playing a little better recently, yep. so it's not a gimme. Yeah. Now, they, they should win those two games, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. bet on them winning both of them. Yeah, I remember you asked me this, I said they probably split. They
1: probably split those games. Yep. I agree. My guess is they go like best case. They go six and four best case in the next 10 is they go six and four Clippers look really good. I don't remember who they were playing. They were all the Warriors. They played the Warriors last week. It was like a a Wednesday night game or something like that. And they just went off for 50 points and the Clippers pulled ahead and just beat them. Like Clippers are they're figuring some things out. They're figuring their roster out. I I don't think the Clippers are going to fall. Any team that's going to fall, uh, Minnesota, OKC, Utah, and those are the eight, nine, and ten seeds. I think one through seven is set. It, it's now between eight through eleven as far as who gets. Do you think in the, the Mavs play. will
2: fall in the Mavs or not? I mean, Mavs are the I don't. Right now?
1: They're yeah, they're, they're in play? the play. They're the seventh seed, and I don't love the Mavericks. They're, they're they're, they're five hundred. They don't play defense. They play great offense, but anybody can score. Mm-hmm. I just. Those are the teams you're fighting. The Lakers are fighting for. It's Dallas, Minnesota, OKC, and Utah. The the top seven. I'm sorry, not even Dallas. I think Dallas will be be fine. You're looking at those other teams.
0: All right. So the next one I had was about MVP, and John put a question in, so we'll kind of use this as a barometer here. So he goes, NBA MVP has Joker lost the number one spot? Embiid one, Giannis two. It's getting close. I think we need another ten games. So, looking at this right now, how would you rank the MVP, you know, candidates right now? Who was your top three, and how do you have them ranked right now? You can start with Lyndon on this one.
4: You no, know, I'm gonna. You know, that's tough for me because, like, obviously, I'm gonna have Embiid at. God, actually, could you come back to me? I'm. This is actually kind of tough. Uh, I mean, no free okay, pass. Okay. No free pass. I'm, I'm sorry. Not I'm sorry. Uh, you good? You good? I'm. It's Jake, a tough. It's a tough it?
1: question. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. So it. Part of me, I, I think about this a lot. Like especially when I'm driving, I'm like thinking, like, who's going to be my MVP? Who's who? If I had a vote, who would the MVP be? And. Part of my mind goes to. Like this, And it's stupid, and I hate that my mind goes to this, but it's like, does is Jokic really a good enough player to be MVP three years in a row? Is he that elite? And it's like, well, no, because it's only happened, I think, twice. I think Bird did it. I know Bird did it. I think the only other person that did it was Bill Russell. Mm-hmm. Like, Jordan didn't do it. LeBron didn't do it. Kobe didn't do it. And I, I don't want to go back and have a situation where we look back 10 years from now and go, Jokic won three, but how many did he actually deserve? We've done that, like, with Steve Nash's MVPs. As much as I love Karl Malone, you could do that with Karl Malone's MVPs, uh, particularly in 97. Mm. I would go – I'd probably lean towards Embiid if that's probably the right person. But then when I look at it, I just go, what player scares me the most? And it's Giannis. I know he hasn't had, like, the statistical dominant of a year, but they have the best team – they have the best record. He's the best player. And I think he strikes the most fear compared to everyone else in the league. So it's it's like Embiid and Giannis are like trading back and forth in my mind. And Jokic is, is is third. I probably lean a little bit towards Embiid because he's been putting up fantastic numbers and he's been like the brunt of this really, really good Philly team. But at the same time, like Giannis is my boy. Like he you know, Kyle, like what player scares you more? as a Celtics fan than any other player in the league. It's Giannis. It only Giannis, yeah. So it it's it's very seesaw there. I probably put Embiid up by like half a percent and then and then Giannis and then Jokic. Okay.
0: Jordan, you want you
2: want to tackle this one? Yeah. Um well looking at um the the record and not record, I mean there's their schedule and um no, they do play the Nuggets uh on the twenty seventh so that might decide who, but right now I have a Jokic by slim, slim margin, but that might change my decision once I see them play mm-hmm. for the last time. Um, I'm just saying because Jokic is the is the more elite big man. Where he, he can pass it. He can do everything. It, it, that a point they think a point guard can do, that a center can do, Joel like he he can only you know post, but he, he can't pass it, but he's not he doesn't have that that IQ where that Jokic has. Jokic can post up, think like he's going to the rim, find an open man in the corner, like a point guard no look pass, and Jokic he can do that, but it's like, uh. but yeah this game might determine like who gets MVP and who. I'm not sure what they're who won that first meeting. Uh, I think it was, I think uh, the I believe
0: Embiid won that first matchup. Yeah, yeah, you did. Um, yes.
2: Yeah. So I'm. I'm. Just, that game might determine who 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 takes advantage. But okay. Uh well uh, yeah, I, go mean, go. I have Joker Embiid and then Giannis at three. Okay.
4: Yeah, I'm ready to go. go. Ahead, um, Lenny, you, you know. Thinking back, you know, I I I kind of go back to your question, Jake. Uh, who do do I fear the most? And I would have to go agree and say Giannis. You know, I feel like Giannis not only has the least supporting cast out of them. Not saying like, you know, talent wise. I'm just saying like, you look at Embiid, he's got James Harden. You look at I would say, Jokic makes the case. But I'm going to put it at Giannis at one, Jokic at two, and Embiid at three.
0: Okay.
1: just that. a point. What about you, Kyle? I'm curious what your takes are.
0: So for me, I've, <laughs> I've, I've been saying for a while now, I think when Embiid first came into the league, I think he turned off a lot of people with his arrogance and all that kind of stuff. I think this year he is seen as sympathetic around the league. They see him go out there dropping 40, 50 points a game. Still losing because Harden wants to give you five. Tobias Harris disappears in the second half. P.J. Tucker doesn't shoot. Maxi can't seem to find his way in the rotation. The amount of attention that Doc Rivers has gotten for the job that he's not doing there. Yet Philly is now tied for second or still a top three seed in, in, the, uh, in the East. I feel like the way the past few years have gone, because if you look at it, Giannis won his back-to-back. A lot of Philly fans thought Embiid should have won one of those years. Then you turn around, Jokic has just won back-to-back. So I feel like there's a lot of people who just feel like Embiid needs to get one. He's still playing elite this year. I just think this is the year Embiid finally gets one. So I would go Embiid one. I'd go Jokic two, and then Giannis three. Because Jokic is still really good. And the crazy thing is, and B's probably the more dominant player because of his sheer size and ability to get to the rim. But Jokic on the court is just it's just magical to watch because he can dominate a game, yet he'll only score like 15. But he'll have like 15 assists, 13 rebounds. He had the balls in his hands all the time, and he's just conducting out there. With Embiid, you know what you're getting. He puts his hand up. You give it to him. He's going to run you over. It's whether they call an offensive foul or not. Or he's going to hit his little mid-range fadeaway type stuff. So he's more like your throwback bully ball big man. But Jokic is your new age, do-it-all. Not really elite necessarily statistically anywhere, but he's just really good across the board.
1: no, The advanced stats for for Jokic are definitely where it's at. And, you know, what you said, you make a good point about Joel Embiid. You know what you're going to get with him, and yet he's leading the league in scoring at 33 points a game. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like how Shaq was. You know what Shaq's game was, but you couldn't stop it. That's kind of how Joel is. I also think Joel Embiid is a better defender um, than what what Jokic would be. Giannis, obviously, I think is a a better defender than uh, Jokic as well and you make a good point about the sympathy i feel like we could go back to when james harden won his mvp a lot of people had been thinking oh james harden needs an mvp needs an mvp should have got it and then when he did get it he deserved it but there was also a little bit of like okay we need to we'll give him a little sympathy vote here and there so that definitely could play a factor for
0: for mb winning it this year All right, so brett says this mvp race seating is almost irrelevant because the Sixers and nuggets have the same amount of wins one just happens to be in the east only Giannis can really use it to his advantage, having over 50 wins. Yeah. And John goes hard into Westbrook. Did they deserve it?
1: I'm going to say Westbrook probably didn't. It was... The MVP is historically a very narrative-driven award. Like, I'll go back to my boy, Carmel... Mal- well, not my boy, but my... my for my team, Carmelone, when he won it. Mm-hmm. There was a story, I think Jackie McMullen wrote, about how great Karl Malone was and how... The Utah Jazz wouldn't have had this long run of success if it wasn't for Karl Malone. And then the writers were like, the voters were like, yeah, that's a good point. And he won the MVP in 97 and Jordan deserved it. I think Mm -hmm. with Westbrook, it was triple-double. Kevin Durant became the villain and left him. And everyone was rooting for small-town OKC and and Russell Westbrook. And they were like a 7 seed. They weren't a great team. There was a lot of stat padding going on. And I don't think he necessarily deserved it. Harden, he probably did because he was his usage rate was high, sure. And was he fun to watch? No. But he was still a very dominant player. But I think Westbrook was definitely more narrative-driven and probably should have gone uh,
4: to be or Kurt or, or even Durant at that point. Honestly, I'd say the same about Nash whenever – I want to say – Exactly. I didn't want to, to take a dump on Nash because I like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. No, I'm just saying Kobe deserved that one. He had the better stats, and I feel like they just gave it to Nash just because they were just currently the hot team at the moment. Yeah. I mean, overall.
1: Yeah, and so that's why I say like we're, where we look at, you know, with with Jokic, if he wins three in a row, we're going to look back just like we did with, with Nash's back-to-back. Did he deserve both of them no they deserve one of them you can make the argument sure but kobe deserved one of those absolutely and we're <laughs> going to look back to back how how did Embiid not win one of these three MVPs? and i just i don't want to make the mistake when we look back legacy wise and and kind of put a sh- a, a shadow on how great mb is and also I, I did look it up three players have won back to back to back MVPs. it was bird it was wilt and it was bill russell so three oh, yeah. elite players but really you look for russell like no shade to wilt chamberlain or bill russell but there was like 10 teams when they were playing like the league was very very small and it was completely different so you're talking since 1986 no one's won three in a row is Jokic going to be that that guy that kind of transcends that is he good enough to do that i i'm not sure if he is or not
2: so so like uh... I do like Brett's question. Um I don't know if you put that up in the I don't know if you put that up in the chat or or the this one? Yeah. thing where um that's, that's kinda like um so I'm gonna read it. So can you really use seating as a reason for jokers when they both had the same so, so he's kinda saying what like Dame has said like, so it's like from Dame's arguments like like as the NDP race and, 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 and rings, I mean does does that really matter? You know what I'm saying? When it comes to just pure, pure talent. Well, maybe he was Damian's having more ring chasing than. MVP yeah, Dan's, chasing, Dan's point was a little. Yeah, but you can still different. kind of tie yeah. it to like you know uh, the MVP. You know, because at the end of the day, I mean, it's all about how you get to the NBA, how how successful you are, how long you stay in the NBA for. um Because most. Most teams, like you know, we've seen like the Baron Davis of the world. Like people get tragic injuries, and you know they're not the same. So it's like about longevity. So say if, well, I guess it's too late to too late to say, but say if Joker goes down with an injury, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's still MVP unless you know Embiid overtakes him because of that reason. But um, I mean, if if this early in the season I and mean, Jokic if he's playing MVP level, right, and Jokic goes down with an injury, like. Does the MVP race matter? If he, matter? Like, if he misses ten team?
1: games, okay. though, that's that's a big chunk. That's, that's an eighth all, yeah. of the year. That's that's a decent amount. So and with how even, with how tight this wow, oh, I didn't
2: know that. So just ten games. It's
1: yeah, it's it's a good chunk. Crucial. And with uh, with how tight this race yeah, is, exactly. it would make if this was you know an MVP race where no one else was really in the competition, then sure they'd look at it. But mm-hmm. but they're gonna look at it for i mean we're going to look at probably like the second to last game who's who's playing the hottest is probably going to win right. the mvp
2: i mean that can be for both players if someone goes down with an injury that can be for both oh for like sure two for players sure. in the end of the race so it's like yeah. like 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 brett said does does is seating like well no i'm sorry we on comic. Uh, i mean seating does it really matter when like you know they're, the record is the same you
1: know, so. No, I don't think seeding matters. I think most people, what they look at is historically um, a top three seed. A, a player that wins MVP has historically been a top three seed or better. Like Russell Westbrook was a seventh seed, and I think Jokic, one of the years that he won it, they weren't a top three seed. So with both of them being elite teams, they're being going to be top three seeds. I don't think that part matters as much for the voters because they're on contending, true contending teams. I think that's what matters is are you a true contender? And both of those teams are.
0: Great. Right. All right. Uh, so the question I have: looking at the East right now, and ten games left. Let's assume the Bucks are the number one seed going to the playoffs. Would you go with the Bucks to win the East, or would you take the field?
1: I'm going to go with Milwaukee. Um, I, I think that they're. I think Middleton's getting better. He's getting healthier. Mm-hmm. Giannis scares me. I feel like I... The only reason is that with... I don't trust Cleveland yet to make the finals. I think they're a year away. I need to see, see it from Philly. As I just said, that it'd be the, the the MVP. Like, I need to see Philly compete and win. And have win a tough seven-game series against Milwaukee, against Boston. They haven't done that. I don't trust Doc Rivers in a tightly contested uh, playoff series where head coaching adjustments matter i don't i don't trust him to do that and boston it, it seems like they're starting to they're not playing their best ball right now when it matters most are they still a great team yes i do i think they're the second best team in the east absolutely but i, I think if i'm if i'm going to vegas i'm putting a bet down it's going to be on milwaukee
0: okay uh jordan what you think um so, so
2: it's the Bucks, and then like I guess the Celtics after them, right? The, the
0: field. Yeah, the field means you think somebody and, other than the Bucs. and any of run. the other any of the other teams. I have so I'm so
2: confident in the Bucks, but I mean, when it comes to playoffs, anything can happen. I mean, Giannis, I mean, I'm nothing. Giannis is gonna to go on a slump, but it can happen. Um, anything can happen, but I, I mean, I'm my my intuition is going with the Bucks. But I'm saying anything, and it's not guaranteed in the playoffs. Like, the net, the, well, that year when the KD stepped on, well, step, had its, like, toe next to the line. Was that, mm-hmm. was that, that the year? Game that game that game
1: was the Bucks? year the Bucs won, won it all. That was their yeah. championship year.
2: Oh, so that was the year that yep. we – Well, the Nets won that game, though, right? And in, no. in the series?
4: No, no they didn't no. Milwaukee oh, won that game, and that's how they KD won the
2: series. on the line, right? Yep. Or yep. a two-pointer okay um yeah i mean maybe the Celtics can go around had a run for their for the bucks money but my comments are going with the bucks but i'm i'm very close with going with the floor too with the sale with the, with the too because maybe the 76ers can ha- get a chance but i mean if no one can if if someone can stop Giannis or i mean in, yeah Giannis and yeah I mean, they're uh-huh. on the top they're the kings on the hills right now man. i'll just say this real
1: quick before we get to lennon uh jordan you said anything can happen in the playoffs and you're absolutely right but i would bet money that Giannis goes on a superhuman tear like he did when they won the championship as opposed to him taking a dip can he take a dip absolutely but i'm
2: not thinking i'm saying it's anything that happens. he could he can no he like absolutely a games, you're,
1: so. yeah you're 100 right he could he could get he could get hurt but he also got hurt the year they won the championship like Milton and then he came out and was just like, screw you guys. I'm winning this championship and just went superhuman and like an all time, all time status. So for him <sighs> to say, he's going to have a dip. It's hard just because he's, he's yeah. so dominant.
2: I, I felt like the, the X factor like besides Giannis is probably Chris Milton, but he's kind of inconsistent. Yep. He's been yep. hurt, injury prone. Um, so if Giannis has a bad game, who's gonna step up?
0: For sure, absolutely. Uh, London, what you got? Bucks on the field.
4: Honestly, I'm gonna take the field. I mean, yes, the Bucks are a very dominant team, and just like Jake said, Giannis can go on a super athletic tear. You know, go for 50 in the next couple of games. But honestly, I feel I feel like the Celtics are still wanting to kind of redeem themselves after last year's loss against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. So I I think they're going to try to get things back into – just kind of get things back into a good rhythm. And then once the playoffs hit, I think Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are going to be one of the best duos in the league.
0: Okay. Uh, so for me, I, I would take the field. Kind of to go with Brett's point here where – If you look at it, the Bucs are a dominant team in the East. I think the Celtics are the best built to beat them. Problem would be if Philly Celtics meet in the second round, we know Embiid with his play down low can beat up a team. Philly, I need to see them do it in the playoffs though because supposedly, (laughs) because supposedly, you know, People in Philly are saying they want the Celtics in the playoffs, which Oh,
1: that's dumb. I no, think no. that's wild no, that's that dumb. they would
0: think that. But um I I think the Celtics figure it out, you know. Yes, this recent run has been rough, but I do think it's more so to them making the finals last year. May they just lost a little bit of focus right now, it's not the best time to do it, but I think once we get Probably a couple of games off in the playoffs, you'll see them turn it up, and then continue that, you know, into the the postseason tournament. So, I would still pick the Celtics, but the Bucks are definitely going to be a tough out. And what John how, brought up?
1: Thoughts? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead oh, I was just saying
0: that John brought up the Cavs or the Knicks. I think the Cavs are a year away.
1: Absolutely, I do a like year the way. direction
0: they're going in, but I would say they're a year away. The Knicks. I'm not ready to put them there yeah, yet. I'm
2: not. I'm going to say that too. Yeah. Like they're not. I, I the have to prove it. Yeah. it.
0: Yeah. The Knicks have to show me. Yeah. If the Knicks show me something this year, I would think about them next year. But for me, I'm like two years down the road with the. John, Jonathan,
2: the Knicks is like saying that Toronto's going to take the ball. Yeah, that's not going to happen.
0: I wouldn't go that far. I mean, Toronto's trash. But yeah. The I Knicks, mean, but it, okay. I mean, the Knicks, Knicks are playing. The Knicks are playing much better, though. My only thing is, I still have questions with Randall. I still have questions with R.J. Barrett.
1: What What are they gonna do in the playoffs when the game changes yes. and the game slows down? That's what I. That's what the concern is for
0: the Knicks. My worry is they go back to stand around, watch Randall jack up a three. Yep. If that's what it turns into, they'll probably be one and out.
2: To have yeah. his son looking in the crowd like, Why did you shoot that shot? <laughs> I
0: his son better tell him something. Like,
2: like <laughs> uh, in the All Star All Star weekend, when they showed his son who's crying, like,
0: What is that? <laughs> uh, so, Brett, no, the Cavs are They have surprises this
2: road. year, man. Um, the next have probably struck a lot of. No, they, they've been a
1: great story. Yeah. But, the, but to say that they're a contender to oh. like, that I'm going to play money, am I there yet? No, let me see it. Um, my only, I say the Cavs over, over
2: the Knicks. Uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that too. Uh, my question for Kyle was with Boston. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts with your coach, uh, Missoula? Like, what are your feelings for him with his in-game adjustments, his use mm-hmm. of timeouts, things like that? What have you been? What's your game sense been feeling for him? Yeah,
0: because trust me, I, I've gone back and forth with people on Twitter who are <laughs> up in arms about him not using timeouts. I don't have a problem with it because Tatum and Brown have come out and said they actually like that about him that when, you know, things are going bad, he trusts them to figure it out. Yeah. A coach can call a timeout, bring you in, draw up something. You could go out there and still screw up. What was the timeout for, but in forcing the players to figure it out on the fly. I think that will pay dividends in the playoffs because there are times in the playoffs you'll be playing. Well, you'll miss one shot a guy hits an open three, you turn around and blink, they're on like a 10-0 run. And because of what they've gone through in the regular season, I think Mizzou is hoping when that comes up in the playoffs, they'll know what to do instead of panicking and forcing up shots and stuff. So I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I think as a whole, I feel like he's done wildly successful for the position he was put in, the way he got the job with the whole EMA scandal and all that this Celtics team could have tanked after that because Ime was so loved in that locker room. Now I do think the fact that Brad Stevens and the guys in the front office picked a guy who was on the staff definitely helped. I thought it was going to be Damon Sotomayor, to be honest with you. Uh, Shout out to him for getting the Georgia tech job. That program has been a mess and I know Damon Sotomayor is going to do well down there. I love Uh, Damon. Yeah. I thought it was going to be Damon Sotomayor because of the, the background he had in the league and i i've seen him on the bench he's really good with the players but missoula kind of fits the mentality of boston though he i mean they've shown the little clips of him playing like street ball on the court on like the court (laughs) like during practice he's like body checking people and he's a nut job so i think the fans will Slowly get behind him. I know some of them are infuriated by him, but I I think he's done a good job, so I don't doubt him. That's a good. That's a good
1: point. I think, and you make a great point that Boston could have their season could have gone off the rails. Uh, I think Missoula was probably the right hire. I mean, it's a shame that, you know, Will Hardy wasn't available to be your next head coach. I mean, right. just... Timing
3: looks, yeah.
1: <laughs> as a Utah Jazz fan, I'm very glad that we got him when we did because he's fantastic. But um, that's a great point you make about using the regular season to learn how to play through the adversity parts and yeah. not waste timeouts un- unnecessary. That's a great point.
0: Yeah. Um, so, I mean,
1: John, what i
2: yeah, I was gonna ask who uh who's the call i'm um, something you're going to see, right? For talking about my sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. I mean Johnson, if he's calling I'll it an call ugly
0: him. blue hoodie, he has to be a Tar Heel guy. Yeah, I, I would be a Tar Heel guy.
2: Yeah. Oh man, your team didn't make the yeah, playoff. are, play are play. you like your team didn't make the yeah. match for him? Man. I mean you well, right.
0: well, you can't you can't go at him like that because Duke's already I mean, out he out. He Duke was still
2: like no, but I'm saying, like, all we right. still had the opportunity you just to play a it.
0: couple extra games. That's it. That's it.
2: All right, but we still made And they denied the NFC uh, invitation. So
0: it's like, all right. Hey, they'll just tell themselves we would have wanted breaks, let somebody else do it.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I mean, I'll probably say this for another episode, but I would love to hear what John thinks of Baycott because I wonder about what you know, UNC kind of fans think about it. I, I guess, uh, you know, as an NBA player. UNC owns Duke overall. Well,
2: I mean, we have seven. I, thought, we, I mean, we, we are, have... To right away.
0: Ray Cotton needs to be gone. Yeah, we have...
2: Nancy. Duke has 17 national championships.
0: I want to say How many does UNC have? I mean, I think the number is Duke's favorite because I think UNC went a while without winning one,
4: so... I want to say they have like twelve, something like that. Maybe thirteen.
0: They
2: have
4: six. John in the chat. I was about to say.
0: I was was about to to guess like seven because it's been a while since they won one. In.
2: (laughs) Hey man, I want. Come on, I want all the smoke from everyone, man. Come on, bring it. It's it's
1: a weekly tradition on the Big Three podcast, man. Jordan just he takes
2: it. He gets mad, but then he says stuff, and he just he seems like it just. Just I just them. I just googled it, John, and it said that Duke has, 17 national championships. Is that for basketball or just for all sports? I'm um, see Duke. I just said. Oh, that's uh, a good point. Well, I'm trying to think what other sports.
4: Duke basketball. Well, I feel like they would just keep track of the basketball ones if it's. I'm okay, kidding. so Duke has one
2: to five in W Championships for the Duke. Oh, I <laughs> oh. man. So he's got to do as far as overall school, school we're doing good, man. Well, I don't I don't go there, but that's my team, that's my school. Actually <laughs> I want to John's loving this. John's loving this.
0: John's superior in that one. Six to five. For now. Hey, Duke, step your <laughs> game up.
1: Step your game up. No one counts basket. Basket weaving. <laughs>
2: so. I would say no one counts
0: basket weaving. Huh? Some of the other championships Like the other, are, the other
2: sports yeah. that Duke has
1: won for, like, yeah. lacrosse. Like, Duke has has had a really, yeah, good, lacrosse really good lacrosse
0: program. program. Yeah, Things they like
1: that. Like field hockey, things like that. I think
2: the women's team is pretty good, too. The Duke and women's team is pretty good.
1: Yeah, but we're talking men's basketball as the. I'm well, saying as far as his
2: overall school. Yeah. All
0: right. Uh, well, my question, well, my question for the West now is the same thing. Would you take Nuggets to the field in the West?
1: I'm I'm taking the field. Uh, yeah, I I need to see it from uh, Denver. Yeah, like okay. like Denver. Like Jokic is great. They're healthy this year. They're probably going to make the Western Conference Finals. But I just think if, if Kevin Durant can come back healthy, I just think that that they they just win. Kevin Durant and Devin Booker just scored too many points. And the thing that I worry about really with with Jokic and Denver is if Chris Paul's healthy, which is a big if, what's he going to do to Jokic? He's going to put him in the pick and roll and mid-range jump shot him to death. I, I saw Chris Paul go up against Utah Jazz three playoff series in a row or three seasons in a row. And that's what he did to Rudy Gobert. You put him in the one-five pick and roll, and he, still he's still what's up? And oh, we doing this, man. Is he he's a, a he's a oh, master of that two-point jump shot, and that's how you can negate what he does on defense. And I, I just there's too much. the The West is too too up for grabs, and so I'm going to take yeah. the field.
0: Yeah, I'll I would, to
2: I mean, I would say the Nuggets if they kind of like. I'm not, I'm not going to say the Nuggets, but I'm, I, I would say the Nuggets if they were to separate themselves more from the field. Um, but since it's just so wide open,
0: um, I'm taking the field. John's not going to let that go about Duke and UNC. <laughs> <laughs> so he said Duke has 17 titles. UNC has 47 national, national titles. Oh, <laughs> so, man. Yeah, my, See on my side, or are, are oh, you show that UNC no, is better even all around with forty-seven compared to seventeen UNC. for Duke.
1: Yeah, all well, of NCAA, UNC has forty-seven national championships and Duke has seventeen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, but so they, they so they got six national championships, but they can't get into the playoff this year, or tournament this year. Hey,
0: even the great slip up every
2: once in a while. No, I'm, not okay? taking, I'm, not, I'm not listening to no man <laughs> <laughs>
3: Take, I'm not
0: taking nothing off, man. I'm uh, right So Gregory says, don't sleep on the Warriors. They get Wiggins back. It'll be interesting. I mean, the Wiggins story, we'll have to see with that. <laughs> taking all kinds of twists and turns.
1: The Warriors just don't win on the road. That that's my concern. That is, that's is a little you're, yes. you're not going to be a home, you're not going to be a top four seed most likely. So you're going to have to win on the road, all three series, all four series. And just I don't see them. I don't see it happening for, for Golden State. And I think Golden State, they used so there was so much energy and passion that was drawn up to to win that title because they. A lot of people thought the Warriors were done as a dynasty. Mm-hmm. Like, can they dig down deep enough to really get enough? motivation and passion to make another run like that when they can't win on the road. I just, I don't see it this year.
0: Okay. So I think we're all going with the field. I will say for the nuggets, the key for me, I say this every time I talk about the nuggets as well, Michael Porter Jr. He needs to be healthy because now even with, you know, Phoenix loading up with KD and all that Porter Jr. is a guy who can create his own shot. He can get to the rim. He can shoot the three. If when healthy, he's probably their best all-around scorer. (laughs) Greg, I don't know if that's a chore comment or about Wiggins, but
1: yeah, Wiggins is their second best player.
2: overall. he has been playing though, so
0: I don't know. know. Well, well, I mean, Gregory's assuming he comes back at some point. Although we know with the -the off-the-court stuff, we don't know how long that may take. But he, he would definitely be needed if the Warriors want to make some noise oh, yeah. in the play. Yeah, he's going to leave score, yeah. yes. um, John, no one believe it. John, look, I've talked about the Kings a lot. I have been surprised at what they're doing this year. You know, Mike Brown done well with that team. I'm a big Sabonis fan. I've always been a De'Aaron Fox fan, so I'm happy to see them actually playing well this year. I just can't see them going from where they were to making that leap to win in the West this year.
1: There's usually a year in between between yeah. a team making that leap. And my concern with Sacramento, it's a great story. I'm yeah. super happy that Sacramento is going to uh, have a good run. The light the beam thing is awesome. I love it. They have great fans. I just worry about their defense. You have, to, historically speaking, you have to have a really good defense to win the title. And they're they're just not a great defense. They're a great offense, but not a great defense. And I think they're a year away. Mm-hmm
0: yeah and the, and the kings are a team that i feel like a lot of people will probably pick them in terms of an upset because of their inexperience in their youth like if you go up against let's say they went up against the warriors in the first round most people would probably pick the warriors because they're battle tested yeah i mean even jordan's lakers if they were to get out of the play and face the king's team you know you'd be looking at a lebron ad with their experience versus De'Aaron fox and sabonis who haven't been in that limelight and that's a lot to ask for them to do in year one to beat a team like that in the first round. but they could be a team that if they get past the first round they may take off because they might be so anxious in the first round to prove something that if they do make it through it makes them a better team and they go on like a cinderella type run in the west yeah the reason Ranger...
1: yeah i'll go ahead jake go ahead i'll just say real quick here that but right now, if the playoffs and if this playoffs started today, Sacramento would be playing Golden State in the first round in a three-six matchup. Just yeah. like you said, a lot of people probably picking upset alert. Yeah,
2: and like, the reason why uh, I mean I'm taking the seal over Denver is because I, Denver outside, like I said before, like um, outside of Jokic, Jamal Murray, and um, Michael Porter Jr. it's like their bench. There, it's kind of shaky. Um, it's kind of like. Not mysterious, but it's like, uh, um yeah, yeah. You know, like
0: others. you don't like the greens, Jermichael and Jeff Green, Jeff Green, but it's like, hey, Jeff he Green, get... Jeff Green still no. is, is performing. I mean, I'll be, I be, no, oh no, surprised I mean, by him too, but he's he still he still contributes. Jermichael Green is he on the Warriors? Mm-mm. No, Jermichael's on Denver. I thought.
2: No, he got traded. Did
0: he? He's
2: on the, I, Warriors. I I I all the these greens,
0: Warriors.
2: He played for the Nuggets, but then got traded to the Warriors.
0: Oh. I mean, I was about to say Gregory would know because he's a Warriors fan, so he's on the Warriors. Okay. Well, then scratch what I said about Jermichael Green. He's on the
2: They Warriors. got Jeff
0: Green. I know that. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> well, I follow Gregory. Look, I, look, There's too many <laughs> greens in the West. I got him confused. All right. Jalen Green, yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. I mean, I, I know Jalen Green's at Houston, but yeah, Jalen Green, Jamon Green, Jermichael, Jeff, too much, and there's probably more than I missed, but. Jamon, right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he's on the Warriors, all right. But I mean, Denver still has, I think there's like a big name on that team I'm missing.
1: All, all you need is is eight to nine guys for a playoff series, right. for a playoff run. Like, you don't need to go 12 deep. Like, you're going to play 10 guys, but you really need to have eight to nine guys that you trust in the playoffs. And I think Denver's yeah. roster has that.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: I'd like to
0: pull up their roster real but... quick. Yeah, I don't know. Aaron Gordon. That's how I was trying to think of oh, Aaron Gordon.
4: Gordon.
0: Uh, what, where's Jamal
4: Murray at nowadays? Who's that? Leonard? Reggie Jackson. Uh, that was a
3: good
4: pick. Oh, go Where's uh, Oh, I'm sorry. No, uh, I was where's Jamal Murray at? Is he still with Denver? He yeah, yeah. He yeah. On, yeah, he's a point guard. Right? And yeah. he's healthy now. And he's he's playing pretty well.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just saying, out of those three, I just don't. I don't trust their
0: like their depth, but I don't Aaron know. Aaron Gordon has a fourth option. That's pretty good. It's yeah, better that's than good. most teams. Definitely, good. That's good. Yeah. And then Bruce Brown, Reggie Jackson, has you know, bench type role players. You could do worse, KCP.
1: No, they got they got they have a they bench do. I trust. They have a they have nine guys that I would that I'd feel comfortable playing with, in in a, in a heated playoff series and that's what you want that's how you want to build your roster you want to find eight to nine guys that you feel comfortable if they got 15 minutes in a playoff series and i think denver has that
4: yeah hey um my phone's about that let me hop off here for a second and let it charge bobby back on
0: all right you're good sounds good We'll you in the midland. i'm sorry about that are no, you good all right so let's go march madness pull up the bracket just going to talk about the Sweet 16, we're not going to go over everything because, yeah, way too, too many games right now. Yep. So yeah. in the yeah. South, your Sweet mm-hmm. 16 representatives are Alabama, San Diego State, Creighton, Princeton, which is probably the one of the surprises of the tournament. The East, you got Florida play. Atlantic and Tennessee, Kansas State, Michigan State. I mean, Tom Izzo. Whenever you want to count him out, he goes on one of these runs, and it looks like. But whenever you that. count
1: him in to win it all, he loses in the right. first or second round.
0: They are the most frustrating team to predict in in March. I hate it. In the West, you got Arkansas, UConn, Gonzaga, UCLA. Um, you know Kansas, upset there. Purdue in the East. I didn't mention that. Then the Midwest, you have Houston, Miami, Xavier, and Texas. So looking at the Sweet Sixteen, I'm, I'm I'm gonna assume we would say Princeton's probably the biggest surprise there or yeah. easy, easy. Yes. Yeah.
2: I would say FDU, but they love the FAU, so
0: yeah. Although the coach is you know, Iona leveled up to Iona with Rick Petino now going what to
2: division St. Is that is is that first or second? The Iona.
0: No Iona's division one.
2: It's I, division one.
0: I think they're in the MIAC conference, I want to say. I'd have to double-check that. You think Princeton keeps the upsets going. It would be an interesting story if they could.
2: I um, think Tennessee's a surprise, too. I don't know they're going to be good this far. I had them in my
1: bracket beating Duke in the second round, just saying.
2: They are yeah, one <laughs> out of a billion. I mean, <laughs> in my brackets, I mean, but, I, mean, yeah, I yeah, had yeah, Duke
0: it. losing there as well. I just had no, I had okay, so I had Duke beating that winning that game, but losing this round, sweet 16 to Memphis. So yeah. Memphis, I was dead Memphis wrong about but Yeah, that was yeah. that didn't work out. Thanks a lot, Penny Hardaway. <laughs> <laughs> Screwed up my bracket. I mean, um, well,
2: I mean, if I want to go back to brackets, I mean, the Furman man, they messed up my bracket on the first day. Yeah,
0: trust me, I did not believe in Virginia, so that saved me some time. Of wait, wait so, you, so, you, so, you,
2: so you actually picked Furman in
0: that game? I picked Virginia to lose the second round. Yeah, I didn't I have, have them going the far anyway. Round. Yep. So Furman just saved me an extra game of watching them play. <laughs> yeah. Uh I mean, Princeton has Creighton. Now I've been—I'm actually one of those who has Creighton going kind of far, so I would pick Creighton over they're, Princeton.
1: They're a good team. They're a good yeah. team.
0: But. Princeton, what they've done so far, you got to give them credit. I mean, beating Arizona is one thing, but a lot of times you'll see teams with that upset fall flat in the second game. They came right back, beat a Missouri team that had a good show against Utah State, and now with Creighton, you know, anything could happen, but I do think Creighton is the better team. But we we don't know. Princeton, you know, could be an Elite Eight team, which would sound – Ridiculous if you were to think that Princeton being an elite eight team, but their bracket has really fallen in their favor.
2: I want to sure. ask, I want to ask John if he's still in the chat. Like, since you're a UNC fan, where did you have Duke like in your bracket? Like, do you have him losing second round? Third, or do you have him going
0: that far? Like, I had Oral <laughs> Roberts speaking them opening round.
2: Well, I'm very curious to see what he has since his team did. No, I'm not. I'm being serious. Like, what know, a UNC know. fan? Like, what is? I'm curious to see what UNC fans had Duke. You know, in how far are they had.
0: I feel like the hatred is so, so deep in grind that they. I had Duke. Win I had
2: Duke
0: Purdue. Purdue. Okay, so he he had them win. I think I had to Purdue. I
2: think I had Duke being Purdue, but not that by that much. But um, yeah, I mean Purdue was. They're gonna get knocked off before Duke, so I mean, which they did to uh, Fau F, FDU.
0: They so say he wanted to see uh, Filipowski and Edie go up against each other. Yeah, that yeah, that would
2: have been a good matchup. But Edie, you know, I think Filipowski, Filipowski
0: was, disappeared in that game again. Well, so. no,
2: but I think as far as head to head, I think Philipowski is a better offensive player, and Edie's a more defensive. player. He's just, he's just a giant. Um, like you said, against like you said on I think the my podcast or like the Monday show. Or, some, what, whatever show we had, you said that you know, ED or ED, like, he couldn't find his, his, his shot and against the um, I said, was well, it FD, FDU? Like, they, they he couldn't buy a bucket, so it's like, if they couldn't yeah, buy a bucket, it, it, wasn't, FDU, it wasn't a
0: good showing for him because FDU didn't have the hype for him, and it seemed like Purdue right. somehow couldn't get the ball to him.
2: Yeah, I to be honest, I didn't even watch the Duke game because I was out, um, I, I was human, cut kind of technical score. Um, so I I'll mean, have a better analysis of the game. how I watched it, but I was out. I wanted to get back home in time for the game, but mm-hmm. um, I know I was going to of to score on the um, ESPN like, record.
1: Uh, Jordan, you call yourself a true Duke fan. You can't even watch the game. Take that sweatshirt off, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: messing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I could wrap the funny, game man. up for you in like 30 seconds. Basically, Filipowski, Roach. Uh, Lively did nothing in the second half. Absolutely nothing. I couldn't tell you the last basket any one of those guys hit. Roach was actually lucky to finish that game because early in the second half there was a foul call that he should have gotten, which would have been his fifth, and they called it on – who who was that dude? They called it on the guy who was like their only offense. I can't remember his name right now, but those three – Disappeared, and that's what sunk Duke in the second half. Yeah, Tennessee but, played mm-hmm. too physical for them defensively; that they yeah. they just couldn't handle that.
2: But 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 I would say for both like UNC and Duke, um with them being like you know even close in miles of schools and stuff, I do give credit for both teams with not having Roy Williams or Coach K for the first year. Or so or I think it would be second year for UNC because. Who was the coach of the um, the new coach for UNC? It's uh, Mark
0: Huber Davis. Huber Davis.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I get. I mean, they did their. I mean, they did their best without Coach K this year. I mean, Coach K was. They got those five championships with Coach K in at the helm. Um, And I'm interested to see what Shire does in the next couple. And then plus with the draft portal and everything, I'm trying to see what we get as far as you know, elite talent. So. Duke is definitely not far off from, like, you know, being a um, a, um, a team that advances. They can definitely do it. It's like Derrick Whitehead, he was hurt half the year. He came back half the season. Um, that was our top prospect on the team. He got hurt. Um, but like you said, like the young guys, like I'm not sure. Roach, I think he's a senior or junior, but um, Derrick is a freshman. Um, I think Roach has been there since, since Zion was. Zion, he was still there when Zion was on the team, Roach. Um, so I think he has to be a senior, uh, Roach. Um, but you know, like you said, like the like the main guys, like Proctor. Yeah. So yeah, yeah Roach. Roach is the only senior on the team. So yeah. So I mean, they're young. Um, both both teams are young, UNC. So I will give kind of credit to both teams that you know they both fairly did a good job.
1: Of I'd say UNC was a surprisingly. Yeah. Also, yeah, they UNC, were a yeah, disappointing year. They were what preseason number one missed the tournament. Oh, no, no. I mean, yeah, they were.
2: I mean, Rutgers should have gotten like definitely. I think
1: that. Yeah, we agreed on that last time um, so Why are we talking uh, about I, teams I that have been point. eliminated so much? Why are we talking about teams that? Why are we talking about teams that are still in the
0: tournament? Well, I see your point, Jordan. You know, for those two programs to follow up after Coach K, Roy Williams, there's going to be an adjustment period, and yeah, you know, Hubert Davis, John Shire, you give them a lot of credit for. Well, Shire, more credit because they got into the tournament. But, you know, Hubert Davis, I'm sure he'll learn from this year and be better for it next year. So, I agree. Yeah. So John can have something to cheer for next March. Um, <laughs> I mean, that, that, was, was, a, that wasn't meant to be a dig, necessarily. or wasn't.
2: <laughs> but how do you even, do you even claim it to call this team at yeah. basketball? Like.
0: Like, do you I mean, I'm a Boston area kid, so I grew up watching doctors. Marcus Canby at UMass, you know, Troy Bell, BC. I follow those teams. I'm glad uh, was it the, um, the dude at BC got the extension today because I feel like he turned that team around the second half, and I'm excited to see what they do next year. UMass still has some work to do, but, I mean, outside of those two, I just kind of – I usually watch – a lot of Kansas, um, Michigan, Duke, UNC, kind of like the powerhouses I watch. But I do yeah. root for the B, uh, Boston teams. Uh, yeah, but John put up here.
2: Yeah.
0: To John put, would you be surprised if uh, I had Utah State and San Diego State match up in the Elite Eight? Bama looks good, but some games they show some signs. I mean, I wouldn't be too mad at that that you put that on there because i mean i had creighton in the elite eight only because that kind of half of the bracket was wide open i just thought creighton would be the one to get through san diego state i will say is is one of the teams i do watch for some reason i really like san diego state when it comes to march so uh yeah i'm not too surprised by that john
1: i just have a hard time Uh, trusting the mountain west conference in in march where I grew up before, I was in Mount West Conference country, and more often than not, it's a disappointment rather than a, a surprise for how they perform
0: in March Madness. All right. Uh, so I got two quick questions before we go to the basketball reference game to wrap up the show. Which upset so far has been the most shocking to you?
1: I mean, Purdue losing has to be, has to be it. I know we had a number one seed lose just a couple of years ago in Virginia, but that, that still has to be number one for me. Um, Arizona losing to Princeton is big. Kansas losing second round. That's big. But for me and Virginia losing in the first round too, that's, that's a surprise. But for me, it has to be Purdue. You lose to a team that they had no business losing to that. That never should have happened. And, and it did. And that's now two number one seeds in the fall. And that has to be the biggest
2: upset. Okay.
0: You agree with that, Jordan, or was there another one that surprised you more?
2: I mean, definitely the Furman one. That was the first day. I mean,
0: I, like I said,
2: Kyle, Virginia—they have some games where they score a lot. There's some games where it is they just—they just, they score a lot, but then they get to come with the league, and then they let the team come back. Um, so, actually, I'm gonna give—since I live in Jersey—I mean, I'm gonna give the, the two teams props: FDU, and uh, I'm right at the Parkway from them, and then uh, Princeton. I mean, I mean, last year uh, St. Peter's beat them, um, Purdue. Um, so like said, Jake said, two two number one two number one years they've two number one overall years they've been, been number one and they got knocked off by a low C teams. Which um, I, I'm not sure which team they they lost to St. Peter's. After that, I think it was. I have to go back. I,
0: yeah, I can't remember that one off the top of my head.
2: But um. Yeah, definitely the two Jersey teams, um, Princeton and uh, FDU. And and it's crazy because the coach in the locker room um, was like, oh, we're going to uh, knock off Princeton. He told his boys that, and like, all right, they did it. So it's not like they were timid, it's sound like they were scared of uh, Purdue. Um, Purdue has been upset by so many teams like Rutgers throughout the years. So it's like they they are vulnerable.
0: Yeah. Uh, So John agrees that the Princeton upset over Arizona and the Purdue loss were the biggest upsets. I think that most people can agree with that. I will say the Virginia lost to Furman just because of the way it happened. Guy caught in the corner, great trap. He just throws the ball over his head, gets intercepted, and then Furman knocks down a three because – it's going all over TikTok. Uh, Kevin Harlan's reaction. Like I say, Kevin Harlan calling college basketball or NBA basketball, count me in any day. That I love guy it. I love it. Great. On I love the microphone. it. I love it. Yeah. And the, the, know, the
1: bang, I don't care if it's overused, the bang, I, I love it. Like it's, he's the best. He's the yes. best.
0: Yeah. Kevin Harlan is, is just, he's the goat. Gus Johnson, too. I love listening to Gus Johnson. Yeah. No, Gus is like, great guess johnson will turn princeton harvard into the biggest thing on tv with the way he calls the game for sure for sure all right so last question i had are you still confident in your pick to win it all
1: in the team that we picked Mm -hmm. yeah so i picked texas to win it all and i'm feeling pretty good about them um they they beat penn state to you know five point win I feel pretty good about it. They feel like they're playing pretty well. Their first round game against Colgate was was pretty decisive. And we'll see. Like they they have a pretty their toughest game is going to be uh, in the Sweet Sixteen against Xavier. I, I think they could beat Houston. Like I, I think they can do it. Like I think Xavier is going to be a, a tougher challenge than Houston. I just have this gut feeling, uh, but I feel good about my team with Texas. What about you, Jordan?
0: Who'd you pick to win it?
2: No, let's go Kyle first, and I'll go last.
0: Uh, Well, actually, I actually have Texas winning it all as well. I think Texas can beat Houston. (laughs) The biggest thing is going to be getting past Xavier, because Xavier is one of those teams you, you know, if you look past them, they can beat you. But if they get past Xavier, I think they beat Houston and make their way to the the championship game. But, yeah, I'm I'm so confident in Texas. I feel very good about my pick.
2: Well I had a couple of records too. I had Duke winning it and I had Alabama winning one um, on my on one of the groups I had. So I was satisfied confident in Alabama. Um they got their no, maybe number three pick in this round, number four maybe in Brandon Brandon Miller. Um so we'll see. Uh, they, but 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 John has a point. I mean Alabama has shown signs of like, you know, weakness. Um continue to exploit that. Um uh, We'll see man. Uh, we'll see, but yes, I my original bracket I picked I picked Duke, but um i I, I felt comfortable. I had kind of messed it up because I had Duke or Duke facing Purdue, not Tennessee. I only had Tennessee, so I didn't really look into the old matchup, Tennessee Duke matchup so um yeah, I had Duke for my original pick, but I had Alabama one too so I but I went back you to
0: block so. Bruce Pearl. Is that the Wait, Tennessee yeah. coach? No, Bruce Pearl. Is Bruce Pearl Auburn? He's Auburn now. now.
1: He used to be Tennessee yeah, back in the Tennessee. day, but now he's in Auburn, I think. So, Tennessee
0: has um, – is it Rick Barnes at Tennessee now?
2: Yeah, I can't.
1: I, 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 I can't I'm tell terrible, you. I'm terrible. I think, coach God, I think he's the old Texas coach. I shock. think he's the coach of Tennessee, was, Tennessee
0: coach was, now. That
2: sounds Shaka, right. What coach is of Smart coach? Is that Texas? Shaka Smart. He
0: did coach VCU. Marcus Smart used to be VCU. He was at Texas. Now he
1: is. I think he, he's somewhere else.
0: I think. Yeah, he's somewhere else now, and I feel like I saw him some point this week, and I can't remember which team it was.
2: Is he still? Is his still in the tournament? I don't, I don't think so.
0: I don't know. Actually, let me look it up. Why? Well, because I was I, I'm yeah, looking. I saw, up, I saw his I'll name say, too. Yeah, I saw him somewhere. So John put. He had three brackets. Yeah, I was going to say that. Exactly. he Marquette. Marquette, exact. Yes. Marquette. Marquette. I picked Marquette okay. to go deep into the tournament. They're doing or
2: not?
1: They're out. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, I they had Marquette they going lost. to the lead eight and they lost, and yeah. that, that that ruined my, my yeah, email. No, no, yeah, Marquette. That, was, that yeah. was a killer.
0: So, John, uh-huh. three brackets. He had Kansas, Texas, UCLA. Out of those, he thought Kansas was number one, mm-hmm. then Texas.
2: Yeah, I Kansas I had Kansas in my final. I had Duke, Kansas. I think Alabama. No, I, I, mean, I can tell you my final four real quick. So. You still Kansas is, a good is another pick, one though. that
0: when you think Kansas is good, they'll go out early, and then a year when you think Kansas doesn't have enough, they'll go deep great. into the tournament. Yeah, yeah. actually, yeah, I had
2: Alabama, Duke, um, Houston, Kansas. Houston still in it Well, in my final yeah. four, but.
0: So John put, were you shocked at Catholic school signed Patino?
1: I, I'm just surprised <laughs> he still has a job, just in general, with all the he's drama like that comes 70, him.
0: And He said he wants to coach till 80. I don't know if he lasts that long, because they were going through his resume, and one, I was surprised he's, he lasted like 16 seasons at Louisville. That blew my mind. And I guess we'll see what he does at St. John's. That... I think that conference as a whole could use probably St. John's playing a little better. I know Georgetown finally moved off of Patrick Ewing, and they got Ed Cooley, who I think will be a great hire for them because he did so well at uh, Providence. Calipari is worse than Patino. I I do agree with that. Thanks, Calipari, for having the UMass Final Four year basically vacated. <laughs> So even if I try to remember those years, it's like I'm not supposed to. He, he ruined Marcus Candy. That was that was a really good UMass team.
1: That was a good team.
0: That was yeah. Uh,
2: all did, right. But, did Patino did,
0: did
2: coach in the NBA? Hmm. Yeah, he was. He with coach, the,
0: tried to uh, coach uh, the Celtics, but He tried to turn the Celtics into like a college team, pressing for 48 minutes, it was a disaster, and he went back to college. Was he? I thought he
2: was, I thought he was on the Knicks. I, heard
1: I, on I thought he was the
0: Nets. Nets. I think it was the, the Nets. Am Nets. I the Knicks. No? You're right. No, no, no you're right. A, I
1: was. I got a mix up. You're right. Who's was a Boston like from, the from 97 to 2001? Yep. Yeah, he was with the Knicks, and he was with uh, the Boston Celtics from 97 to 2001.
0: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, wow. You think Notre Dame will hire the Drake head coach? See, Notre Dame's coach is what Mike Bray. He's moving on.
2: Yeah, his last year, Notre Dame. Could be. Uh,
1: Drake was they, a good they, team. I know they went out in the yeah, first they, round, but they're a good team.
0: They didn't make a tournament, I don't think. Notre Dame. I no, mean, Notre Dame had a terrible year. Yeah. I could see that higher happening. Yeah, because usually you want to, you know, schools like Notre Dame and that would take the hot new coach and drake had a good year you know they yeah they didn't beat miami in the first round but they had a good showing so i think that hire makes sense no it does uh, it, yes be good. patino and calipari coached in the nba yes because Calapari coached with the nets that's who i got to mix up with calipari yeah. was the nets and patino was the Celtics. So i always get them mixed up when i think about it yeah all right well if have nothing else with March Madness. We could do basketball reference Let's to do close it. out the show. Uh, so, John and anybody else who might still be in the chat, I am going to pull up a basketball reference profile for three players: Jake and Jordan. As well, I mean, John, if you want to throw guesses in the chat, you can do that as well, and we'll see if you can figure it out. So, we're going to start with the easy one. I mean, you guys should get this one. You might notice a theme in these players as we're going through, but.
1: Cool. I like themes. That'll be fun.
0: Who is oh, this player? You can't. Uh, oh, it's Carmelo. Carmelo uh, Anthony.
3: I
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> that did not <laughs> take long. Yes, it's Carmelo. Oh, 3 0 4. I don't
2: even get a chance to guess. <laughs> was try, I was
0: quick I mean, yeah, I mean, went for the Nuggets, the Knicks. Oklahoma City, Houston, Portland, Lakers, it is Carmelo Anthony. Easy, you know, I want to get you started. So now, we're going to go to the medium difficulty. This one you might have to think a little bit more about. Who is this player? Started in 2010-11 with the Sixers, went to the Pacers in 13-14, the Celtics in 14-15, then to the Trailblazers sixteen seventeen finished their career with the Hawks nineteen twenty.
1: Okay. Hmm.
0: And John whoever else is in the chat if you're trying to guess. No googling or anything.
1: Yeah, I'll Brett, Brett go chat. for it. We're if you know if
0: we'll you can beat us, it. do it, go for it. All right, Brett, who is it? Ah. <sighs> okay, so, John, it's not Vince Carter. Oh, 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 oh. Evan, ah,
1: Brett, you beat me to it. His name was on the tip of my tongue, Evan it Turner. It is Evan Great Turner, job.
0: yes. Now that I know Brett's in the chat, I'm probably screwed here because Brett, but yes, it's <laughs> Evan Turner. All right, Brett, you can't answer. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's Turned, you're good, man. Go for it, Brett. Brett you'll good. know the time if, if, they, if, they, if they look like they need your help. You can jump in. All right, now to the difficult one.
2: Is, is this player oh, currently in the NBA? Or...
0: You will see. You will see. Oh my god, he, he's not giving. Who any is hints. this player? Oh, wow. 2009 10 played with the Pacers, went to Toronto in 13-14, ended their career in Charlotte in 2015-16. Who is this player? Okay.
1: Power forward, Indiana. Is it is it, Hans, is it Tyler Hansborough? Did he go to Toronto?
0: Yes, it's Tyler Hansborough. Oh, man. Oh, wow. That, that That's a that's a the, great pull. The, have... age,
1: the age did it for me. I was looking at his rookie year, and it was the age that did it. I'm like, what 24-year-old rookie is coming out in 2009, 2010? And it was that – the one that got me a little bit was a Toronto. But, yeah, Tyler Hansborough. The power forward – yeah, let's look at power forward and the mm-hmm. age. And that's what was like something, something sticking out here. It's going to make me guess it. I, was was like, oh, yeah.
0: wow. I actually thought that was going to be a stumper, but you guys got it. So For the theme form, I kind of just yeah. went with was really great college players. I mean, yep. Carmelo won the title at Syracuse. Evan Turner was the was oh, Ohio was, State. Was in Ohio State. State. With, yeah. Although, although he had that really bad back injury at Ohio State, if I remember. Oh, well, he had a UNC player in the quiz, not a Duke <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, And then, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, where is Hansborough? Where is,
2: where is Hansborough right now? Pumping in a retirement home? It's like. Hansborough <laughs> was
0: on the March Madness coverage.
2: Oh, he was like an analyst? That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah he was in, he's in the studio. Oh, yeah. I, mean,
2: I didn't notice, so.
0: Oh, man. Wait. Oh, trying man. to get John going again. <laughs>
1: You're talking crap about him being an old folks home. It's like, man, I would, I wouldn't mind having Tallahansboro's life, being yeah. a, a NBA player, first round draft mm-hmm. pick, and all the things he's got. Come on, come on.
0: <laughs> 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 well, all good, all good, all good, all good, Yeah. Well, I mean, that was another edition of basketball reference player guess You guys went three for three again. Uh, Brett. Brett went,
2: well, Brett kind of says on one of the other one. Evan Turner. Yeah, I he got know. the Evan
0: Turner. I think Jake was about to say it. I was close. It was. He was getting there, but yeah, Brett definitely helped out. But it's okay. I'm I'm okay with the chat helping out. But um, yeah. So with that, I mean, you guys have any final thoughts before we get out of here? Yep. It's been know? a great show. Yeah.
1: March Madness continues on what Thursdays. Games pick back up. Great time. Great mm-hmm. time for sports. So yeah. Sweet
0: yeah,
2: 16 weekend, it'll be fun. Yeah, 16 starts on Thursday, right? Yep. Um, so John put yeah, my, mom's been, <laughs> like, my mom's been like really pissed because, like, she wants to watch like Judge Judy and all, all the shows. Like, oh, I can't watch it because I'm <laughs> TV, and TVF. Like, why is basketball on? But I'm that's like, that's time of like, the year for basketball. Yeah, college basketball. she's not really a sports fan, no. she's though. Not, she's not really, she likes, um, uh, but. She had a little break. She gets to watch those shows, but Thursday, Friday, it's a wrap. Like,
0: man, you should gone. get your mom. You should get your mom into college basketball.
2: hey I'll make her a Duke fan. <laughs> not a UNC fan.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could try. Maybe she. Maybe you know. You might not know. She might have a random team she might like to follow. That
1: North Carolina blue is pretty. I mean, you know that light blue. A lot of girls could flock to that. You never know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think when you when like women fill out March Madness brackets, a lot of times they'll go with like mascots or team colors to fill them out.
2: I mean, we have they a usually cool end up though. doing well well. As well yeah, absolutely.
0: But yeah, March Madness is one of those things. Like, the more you analyze it, the worse you do. The worse you be. Yeah, it's just terrible. Yeah. yeah,
2: I feel like a random person who do, who doesn't write the basketball will get it right. Cause they don't watch the game, so. No, yeah. so there was like two well, years ago honest, I did a bracket. Honest, year, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I did, like two years ago, I did a bracket. I wasn't following college basketball. It was it was the year before. It was 2019. I wasn't following college basketball very close. I filled out a bracket. My work buddy filled out one. He followed closely. My bracket had more points, and like the the group we were in, it's just it's a crapshoot. That's all it is.
2: You <laughs> <laughs> must have had
0: almost a perfect bracket. bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't think he follows Callis ever like that. Maybe he does. I don't know. That's probably
0: a good question. Who does he follow?
2: Is he is he in the RR sports inspire network bracket?
0: Mm-mm. I don't think so. Hmm. I know it's like me, you, Dylan, Ty, Gene, Key. I think Brett's in it. Yeah, Brett. Yeah, that might that might be it. Who's number Who's number
2: one though right now? Oh, go take a
0: it look. You? It's probably you. <laughs> and like I said, for now, <laughs> okay. The deeper we go into the tournament, that's when I—that's when I make my move. That's when I make my move. I'm basically hinging my hope on Texas right now. I think if Texas makes it to the to the championship game, I could probably win the group. If they don't, I'm screwed. Who are they play in 316? Uh, Xavier. Texas. Xavier
2: to be a tough one. That's gonna be a tough one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying that Texas losing, you have your chances are moving up in the races. Uh,
0: I mean, it, it always hurts losing your your pick for to win it all. But if you can at least get like the Final Four somewhat, you might be able to make up the points. But I think even my Final Four is taking a hit. Right now, I got Texas and Alabama. I think left for my Final Four.
3: God, God, God. But,
0: but uh, yeah, so yeah. Uh, for the chat, appreciate it. John, Brett, and uh, Gregory. Who else was in there? Uh, Anthony, early in the show. You know, really appreciate you guys, especially John. You know, now that you have a rivalry with Jordan, you got to come back every week, 7 <laughs> o'clock on Tuesdays, and make sure you're in the chat. Oh, uh, Also, but uh, Juan and Daniel Berry. Yeah, Juan, I, I forgot about Juan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Can't
2: forget
0: about my man Juan, yo. <laughs> I, I I know because Juan was the was the was the hero last week, and he joined us again this week. So really appreciate him as well. But um, you guys can hit the subscribe button because that way you'll know when we come up every week. Get that notification so you don't miss us. Uh, we we try to put on great shows for you every week, so you don't want to miss out what we got going because we are, we're going to continue to grow, just like the network there's other great shows on here great people on here so you don't want to miss any of it so make sure you do that but until next week tuesday hopefully dylan will make it and also appreciate lennon coming through as well definitely got some great nfl points and nba points you know he's welcome on anytime he wants to but uh until next tuesday seven o'clock we are the big three podcast for myself jake uh, for myself jake and jordan we're out See you next week. Enjoy the rest of your night. Yeah.